By now, everyone knows that Dollar Shave Club ships amazing razors for a few bucks. Tim's been a member for a while, and he loves the shave, and I love the way he looks. What you might not know is that Dollar Shave Club also has products for pretty much everything else you need in the bathroom. Body wash, hair gel, everything. And just like the razors, everything is super high quality and left Tim looking so good, I violated my marriage vows. If you're like Tim, obsessed with Crash Bandicoot and sick of the nonsense that is the store, now is the time to try out Dollar Shave Club. For a limited time, Dollar Shave Club is basically giving away their starter set to new members. For only five bucks, you get the executive razor, three trial size versions that are most popular things, some blades, you'll enjoy yourself. In your first box, you'll receive their shave butter, body wash, and one wipe Charlie's butt wipes. I am not making this stuff up, along with the razor and that premium weighty handle that so many likes, the cassette full of cartridges. And after the first box, replacement cartridges are just a few bucks a month. This offer is exclusively available at dollarshaveclub.com slash greggy. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash greggy. What else are you going to shave with? A shoe? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hi, Greg. What's this shirt? Uh, this Deathly is uh, yeah, it's a Death Eater shirt. This is a. Uh, I got this. I got this at the uh, when I went and saw the London show. Right? Yeah. Curse of Child. Yeah, yeah. I heard, is it true that they threw they had the T-shirt cannon and shot at you? Uh, no. What happened was Voldemort himself just got up and was like, "Here, you're the best audience member." They <laughs> real talk. Shout out That's to the Harry Potter forever. effect when they go away, like uh, on the on the Virgin flight we just did, wherever the hell yeah. it just came from. When uh, the Fantastic Beasts, when uh, Colin Farrell just is walking yep. on the street and then. Yeah, it looks so Nick, that's it sweet. Is it's uh, apparate, 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 apparate. Yeah, yeah. Mm. over there, the pure one at Tim Gettys. Let Tim host. And joining us from Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny, Matt Marcon. Yay! Yay! Thank you for wanting to come be a part of the show. Thanks for having me. Now, here's what I'll tell you straight off the bat: we haven't. This is weird. Usually, I think you're the first Patreon guest who has been completely under Kevin's rule. Uh-oh. Whereas before, I'm usually that's I used to be point of contact. I'd talk to people. I'd direct them. I'd know more about them. So you and I true. haven't talked that much. Okay. You got here. You got they. they you yeah. Know, they, there's like seven of us now, so you get right. to talk to a bunch of people. I want it on the table right away. Just dislike your name. It's Matt Man, Marcon, and I want to keep saying Mark because it's Matt Marcon. See, that's it's my like, uncle. It's too close. Mark that's is my uncle. uncle. Mark, Mark. Wait, you have a Mark Marcon. Mark Marcon. My dad is Michael Marcon, oh, and my mom. Oh no, no. Mary, Mary Marcon. Oh my I thought God. you were going to say Marcon Marcon. Well, Mar- that'd be weird if that was my mom. Mark Marcon sounds like a, a superhero. He is. You know, he's he's like a 50-year-old dude, and he's got like a six-pack. He's Jack. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't like that he's a either. cool dude. This whole family, I don't know. Okay. Now, do you have any brothers or sisters? One brother. What's his name? Keaton. Fucking Keaton. He's a, he's a, he's a half, brother. half brother. Uh, Wait, didn't know. Was he named okay. after Michael Keaton? Because that would be amazing. That would be cool, but I don't think Alex so. Alex P. Keaton. Okay. I Mr. Don't, Keaton. These are all last. Skippy. Skippy. <laughs> well, you can yep. still have. You can still call uh, it. No. So tell us, every, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? I am. Uh, I work in insurance. Uh, so I'll skip over that. We won't have to talk about that anymore. <laughs> Berkshire. No. Shelter insurance. No. Geico. No, like I said, let's just skip if over. If someone it. has an animal or a bird, do you sell bird insurance? I think there is bird insurance. Cool. Yeah. 
You, you, can, you, you can sell it? Are get... you an insurance salesman? No, I'm not. No. Are you tra a traveling insurance salesman? No. Are you oh, here? Yeah. You're yeah. here to get... So, guys, I need to uh, talk about your insurance today. This is a nice place you have here. You it'd be, it'd be a shame insured. if something happened You're to You're underinsured. Yeah. <laughs> just drops over land. All right, cool. I uh, I live in New York. All right. The Big um, Apple. The Big Apple. No. The, uh, Brotherly love. Brother love. Oh, also that, not that one. Okay. No. Sorry. Uh, but I'm currently um in in moving back. I'm on my way to move back to California. Nice. The Bay Area. The Bay going, Area. Going back back to Cali. Cali. Going back to Cali. What is your nerve level to be on this show right now? Nerve level? Yeah. Surprisingly, not very high. Good. Good. I'm We're your best calm. friend. You get right. the you get the whole shtick. Right. We're just here to fuck around and be stupid. Yeah. But yeah, I always see it in the chat. And all the drugs that you gave me before the well, show. Well, yeah, of course. Right. So many drugs. A lot of drugs. Nick, what's your favorite drug? What's my favorite drug? Mm. I'm high on life, son. Oh. I'm high on life. Good answer. Good and answer. Starbucks. I'm really high on Starbucks right now. Oh. We'll get to that later, I'm sure. No, I always see in the comments when, it, when somebody's on the episode, like, oh, man, I couldn't do that. I don't think I'd be able to hang. Blah, blah, blah. I think you're going to be just fine. You were so? hanging earlier. We were having a lot of fun beforehand. I was stomping around. We were all singing songs. We were having a good time. We were. That makes we'll it sound like it was too. more organized. Me and Nick were singing songs. Really. Look what just you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look, Look what, what I did. Do. <laughs> I met a girl. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table, each bringing a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny, where you can get each and every episode early. Tim, how early? Every early. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> oh, it's a, been a week. This is what happens when we don't get weekends we anymore. Weekend. We no weekends. weekends. It's Who only Wednesday, them? though. I know. That's, don't that's remind sad. us, please. Jesus. Uh, so early, you can be watching us as we recorded right now. That's right. So many people are doing it just for a dollar. That's great. Or you get crazy perks, like being on the show. So go over to Patreon. Check it out. But Check if you got out. no money to toss our way, no big deal, head over to YouTube.com slash kindoffunny. We're posting the entire show, topic by topic, day by day, until it goes up as one big video and MP3. Nick? Yes, sir. You get the topic glasses. Where did you get these weird ass Mr. Gonna... Magoo glasses? <laughs> Last day of June. It's a game that's out. Man, you just it came in. It came in. So it came hard. in the. It came in the press. Looks pack. like Mr. Peabody. Mr. Oh, yeah. Look at the. You look good. Look at the camera. Yay. Kevin, give me the one. Give Paula, me. The, give me. The, Paula worked on Mr. Peabody. Yes, she did. Push this down there. Have you ever thought about glasses? Yeah. Because look at how terrible it must why, be to have to wear glasses, glasses all the time. Why do glasses make your mouth do that thing? <laughs> <laughs> you look. Like, do I look? How, you look how, like a professor. Hold on, let me try. Let me just straighten this out. Straighten them out. Yeah. Let me tell you something about the history. Of the French people. <laughs> Thank you, finally. I'd love to hear about the history of the French people, uh, Professor Scarpino. They're all dumb. Wow. There it is. Wow. There it is. So they're the kind of people Only that would say... come to America. These, these dumb French people are yeah. the kind of people who would say Cheetos are chips. Uh, they would probably think... They would think all chips are the same. They sure. would probably also put the Funyun in the chip category. Mm. We all know that the Funyun lays squarely outside of the chip category. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Where's the lie? It's, that doesn't even have... Where's it lay? Free it's a lay. Colette. It's a ah. circular Colette. In your face, you got pwned there, huh? Didn't you? So goddamn much. Oh, I got you. Tim doesn't like when I pay attention to things. No, because he always expects that I don't. Because ninety nine percent of the time, You're I have not. no idea yeah, what you guys exactly, are talking about. Exactly. But then the one time I do, it throws him off a little bit. Yeah, he you doesn't got appreciate you, that. You, you, it's like you guys are like two great sumo fighters, mm -hmm. and he thinks he's gonna knock you out of the ring. And you just come and you do that thing. Where you're like, bah, and then, da, 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 da. Yeah, we're exactly like e sumo Honda. fighters. Sumo yeah. fighters. Yeah. I don't know. Sumo fighters. Sumo fighters. Yeah. You you remember Yokozuna? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Just what Yokozuna would do then. Sure. You know. Remember when Lex Luger slammed him? No. Big moment no. when Lex Luger. Nick, what's your what's your topic? Uh, my topic today uh, comes from a thing that's near and dear to my heart. 
Starbucks. And let me let me just set this up for you. The other day I was at a Starbucks and the person in front of me had that look. And I was like, oh, don't do this to me. I hate the glasses. I can't do it. Nick's looking straight at me with these fucking glasses. I was like, I so I heard this person, when the, when the person, you know, the cashier was like, what would you like? Yeah. I heard the person go like this. Uh, and I was like, oh, don't no. do this to oh, me. Oh, no. Don't How do long is the me. line at this point? We no, in the morning I mean, rush? No, it's not. It wasn't that bad. This is just the Nick Scarpino I, third trip. Nick waiting at Starbucks is, is it never le- ends well. favorite Nick. It never ends like, well. I don't like waiting. And I certainly don't like being stuck behind the person who it's their first time at the Starbucks, mm. right? Mm. And I was like, then I, then I took a step back and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should have some patience because what a wonderful... Thing I'm I'm getting to watch right now. Someone's first experience, that first taste of the sweet candy, virginity at Starbucks. Lost, right? yeah. And so I wanted to talk to you guys about your first experiences at Starbucks. Gotcha. Greg, I know you're newer. Don't fucking touch me ever again. Then we are. Tim and I have been addicted to Starbucks for oh, a long time. No, what? No, really? No, what? No. Oh, newer oh, no. to Starbucks. No, let's not go newer. Yeah, I'm not. I didn't get. I didn't find an addiction to Starbucks until I started hanging out with you. Yeah. And it was, I can pinpoint it exactly. It was the E3. It would have been E3 2015. No, uh, no, that's right. 2015, right? Yeah, it was the first E3 we were doing up at noon. And you guys had me working so much. And there was that one right around the corner that you would just bring me back the big old mm-hmm. iced coffees. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And I went over there. And then it was the same year they had debuted the mobile app. Mm-hmm. So you guys were using the app and getting your stars and all that jazz mm-hmm. or whatever. Rewards. So I got in on that. And then once you give me some kind of club reward card, oh, as right. you know what I'm talking about, Matt, I'm always getting, oh, it's because I'm it's a video game it in real life suddenly. Yeah. Hey, I'm leveling up. Sure I'm, I'm increasing my stats here. You got a platinum the Starbucks. Exactly. You, you know, and I did that. And then one day, my the that led to my account getting hacked and all these PayPal charges. And I was like, never again. And I deleted it and I stopped. That and that was the end of that. Yeah. For me, I, I'll take you even further back. Not as far back is Grandma Miller, all right? Not a, this isn't going to be a Grandma Miller story. Is Nick. Grandma Miller still alive during this time period? Though? Oh, yeah, totally. She's alive cool. during this one. Okay. But here's what... You know where we're going? Where are we going? Aunt Dell and Uncle Scott. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm dying. You know, because if you're a new viewer to the show, and I'm, and, and you get... Matt, you get to be in a very, very interesting place today. Yeah. After this... <laughs> after this, I am personally inviting I you... I signed up to do this. I am personally inviting you to go to Nick Scott. I want you to go to Nick's car. I'll take you there. You sit in it. It smells yeah. just like Uncle Scott's it car. It's, That's it's why a spitting image. Of I Uncle just Scott, every Uncle time Scott's I get car. in the Nick's car, I get in that front seat. I <laughs> lean back. My head sticks to your your headrest now because Sean Pitts has gross hair. Yeah. And then it smells like Uncle Scott's car, and I'm stoked. It, it's a trip down memory lane. Mm-hmm. I remember as a child, the first time I was ever hearing about Starbucks was through Aunt Dell and Uncle Scott. Okay. They are worldly traveled people. They know they're yeah. They have they are downtown Chicago kind of folks. Yeah, you know what are. I mean? Fuck they have yeah, that fuck with the bucks. They got that hustle it's bustle them lifestyle. Downtown Julie Brown. Just downtown Julie Brown, a staple Blues of downtown Brothers. Chicago. Down in the, loop. the Blues Brothers down Loop-in-it. in the Loop. Good yep. job. Yep. There you go. Yeah, but that was the thing for my suburban working class parents. Mm-hmm. They're not drinking no Starbucks. They never heard of no, the Starbucks. Like Starbucks, Starbucks, Starbucks. Starbucks. I remember Starbucks when Anton Uncle Scott are introduced this to life, and they're talking about how addicted to it. There, it seemed like the fanciest of fancy coffees. And now, granted, I know this sounds crazy. I'm sure, Tim. You're like 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Starbucks has been as big and popular and mainstream as you remember. It wasn't at the time. I remember this was a big deal that they were I going. Remember that, a time. that they're shut up. I remember a time. Oh, when we what you made fell in love, I remember time. Michael Jackson. Yeah. I started singing lyrics, and I was like, is Greg going to take uh, this into a real can, song? Can, and you did. Greg knows and he did. This is also another... <laughs> Jesus 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what's another When he stops mid-sentence, I need- <laughs> thinks about it for a second, and then just starts laughing. I need your help on this one, right, Big Daddy. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. I'm on this train with you, You sir. remember where I'm going with this. I'm on this snow cursor with I you. I guarantee he doesn't remember. I was there, man. I'm with remember you. Remember the time was the music video with Lisa Marie Presley remember and Michael Jackson, time. right? Yeah. I rem- distinctly uh, I remember, remember this one. Oh, maybe I don't. <laughs> remember, the, remember the time I distinctly remember? Oh, maybe I don't. Is this a video where he hit the car with the bat and the crowbar and turned into a cat at the end? Oh, Am I, I don't oh, know. Oh, no, that's black and white. Yeah. I thought that Did might, they I debut the same night? Kevin, can I get a Google on when Fox not. debuted? <laughs> remember? Did, they, did Fox TV debut Remember the Time? Or black and white, or both. I remember him smashing shit. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And I think that was black or white. That is true. No, we've that's yeah. been covered. That's been covered. I'm and trying to remember. Ah, that was scream. Never mind. That was little scream. little baby, scream. little Joe little Jackson. young Greg, not baby by any means at this point, Matt. Right. Sitting there, mom had made this like three layer dessert thing that was really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember eating it, watching one of these Michael Jackson videos, yeah. and I remember it was inappropriate for a boy my age, not to mention be eating eating this dessert while either it was he was naked with his wife in this video or while he was expressing his rage. This topic's about Starbucks. Oh. Right, so <laughs> then after you watch this video, you and went and Uncle Scott went there all the time. It was super fancy. I remember my mom making comments to how fancy it was or something, and that's what I knew of it. What was the song? It doesn't matter. Black and white. We'll figure it out. And the chat will tell me. Don't worry about it. It's fine. We'll figure it out. The comments will all be there. We'll figure if it out. If the chat can somehow decipher that. <laughs> that I, I mean, I, here's what I'll give you, everybody. I'll give you very clear definitions that'll solve this case. Okay. The video Evidence debuted on Fox TV. Right. It debuted on a Sunday night. <laughs> you need help. You need sleep. It is a Sunday you need night. So much sleep. Before 2000. I want you to go, go home tonight. I want you to go home tonight. Figure get a nice out. meal and go to bed early. Don't play your PS4. I gotta play Don't everybody's play golf. I gotta no, play. No, stop they it. They definitely didn't de- debut on the same day. There it is. Why? Then that's it. Then there you go. Thank you. Why oh, no, would you they November debut 14th, the same day? 1991. Now, all right, cool. Now, backwards track it. November 14th, put that into Google and tell me if that was November 14th, 1991. Was that a Sunday? That would solve the problem. Because I think it is. Oh, no. It's, no, hold on a second. It said that was. The plot thickens, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hold on. Remember the time. Go back to the Wikipedia. Enhance back to the Wikipedia. Yeah. It, Black or White was first broadcast on MTV, BET, VH1, and Fox. Fuck. It was on Fox as well, though. Now it's not too complicated. Maybe it wasn't a Sunday. Why Why does it have to be a Sunday? Because I thought it was, was a Sunday. Was part of the evidence, eating Nick. a Sunday. There was three pieces. It has to be a Sunday. February 2, 1992 is when Remember the Time debuted. Oh, shit. That's my sister's birthday. Oh, my God. It's all making sense. Hold on. Yeah, the here. Chinese Zodiac. What day is it? <laughs> okay, hold on. Kevin is taking his sweet ass time. There we go. There we go. Okay, we knew the date. Just click on it. it was. Then it was Remember the Time, correct? Yeah, it must have been. Uh, so it was Remember the Time. I'm eating this delicious dessert that I know is bad for me, and I'm a little pudge ball, and I'm watching him and Lisa Marie Presley roll around naked. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'll tell you something about that relationship. <laughs> that relationship, totally natural. Oh Nothing yeah, that was, was that's that. real love. Yeah. That's that pure love, love right there. That was as natural as anything Tom Cruise has ever done in his relationships with his wife. Yeah, why are you doing Shout that? Why are you Nicole doing Kidman? that? Why you gotta bring that in? There? I thought jumping on a couch was supernatural. It's supernatural. It supernatural. 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 
Well, you want to turn this into a Tom Cruise topic? Or you want to save this for next week? Uh, no, I mean, if we're going to do a Tom Cruise topic, we're going to save that for next week. Just Tom Cruise in general? Yeah, we're still on Star Wars. No, this is, I thought this was about Aunt Uncle Scott. That's the, that is the question. Are we? I mean, do you want to talk about Tom Cruise no, right now? Because no, we no. can seg the fuck away. So that was my, that's the first time I remember Starbucks. Right. And then I remember starting to go to Starbucks. <laughs> that was the first time I was aware of Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up, Zach Wenzel. That was the first time I did that. And then... Uh, I remember. I want that whole thing to be a doodles. <laughs> just starting from right when he started talking to just that point right there. It's a ten-minute-long doodle. Half of it is just Kevin mistyping shit into Google. That's the thing. Is like, why would he doodle? There's not a story there. When you really boil down what Greg Miller just told us, yeah. it's that let's. What's the Michael evidence? Jackson what's music the video evidence? came out. Yeah, and he knew people that thought Starbucks was fancy. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Bob and Ed Scott the thought dessert, it was fancy. The and there wasn't dessert. And he ate a three-layer dessert. And it's un- it's unbelievable that he would have eaten that dessert on a Thursday night. But they say that for Sunday. Well, Sundays. mom had a job; she couldn't put that much work into a dessert I'm on a Thursday. Go and I'm gonna 100 say that you could eat dessert whenever you wanted when you were a kid. Because big old Jamie can't even give a fuck about your. Uh, oh no, no, just let it go, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Didn't care about your blood sugar levels. I remember going there and then to Starbucks. It was always the thing that I just couldn't remember the size of coffee I wanted. So I always said medium. Yeah. And if mm. you remember in the early days, they used to try to correct that shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, we don't have medium. Do you mean? didn't deal well with that. No, fuck Kevin, all. To this, I, day, to this day, still, and he's one of those dudes like I'll take a medium. No. <laughs> with Kevin, I'll take a large. I still say it too. It is. And it's not out of to insult them. It's just that I really just need you to be normal people and fucking give me the right. medium-sized beverage. Dude, or the large. That's a step no, too far. Well, that, I remember that, though, because I remember that was everyone's first introduction to Starbucks, right? I remember when they, the, the first Starbucks opened in Riverside. It was the Mission Grove Shopping Center, where I would later work as a pizza chef at Boompa's. No longer there. Shout out to Boompa's. No longer there. A chain or local establishment? Uh, it was a local establishment, nice. and I think it's gone now. In fact, I know it's gone now. Uh, just stated that twice. Yeah, no longer there. <laughs> it's no longer there. Uh, I remember seeing Starbucks coffee. Ooh, that's really fancy. And you walked in, and I think I was like, wow, I feel like so ignorant that I don't know anything about the world right now. And that's I'm seeing the entire world through oh, these Starbucks. Are Ethiopian right? beans. Well, Sumatra, where is that? Right? Yeah. And everything was espresso based, right? You remember, like, and you didn't know what an espresso was. You barely knew what coffee was. I still don't. Espresso is just small cups of coffee. Yeah, just little tiny cups of coffee for little tiny people. And well, no, espresso, depending on it is, though. It's just a different it's bean. Yeah. But isn't I there no water in it? I don't know what that means, though. There's water in it. There's still water. It's yeah, not water just sand. <laughs> There's also sand in it. Um, no, the, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember thinking, like, oh my God, what it is. And then, but I look back to my uh, storied history mm-hmm. with Starbucks, and I, I think to myself, wow, like, I, those first drinks we used to get were basically just chocolate sundaes. Yeah. Remember those? Like, it was always the mocha frappuccino. Well, that was the yep. thing. The frappuccino the frapp was yeah. what I think really oh, got Starbucks. Because really I agree with you guys. Starbucks was the, oh, shit, this is, it's a fancy. Right. Like, there's a coffee shop dedicated. It's a chain that's everywhere. Right. And it was like. They I don't mind like you just sitting around. It. Exactly. It was like, it was a game changer. But I was a dumb kid. I wasn't going there. I was like, that sounds stupid. But then they're like, we'll give you frappuccinos. Right. This is caramel yeah. frappuccino. Yeah. Right. That became. Just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to save my money up to be able to get one of those bad boys because they were expensive. They were fucking good. Yeah. And this You're is like dropping four or five dollars for oh, one of those. Dude, I was, but, the, but you have to understand, like, this is like me post high school. I, I think I really remember Starbucks being a thing for me the, the summer between my senior year of high school and freshman year of college. 18, I'm working as a fucking, I'm, I'm throwing dough every night, right? Taking that hard earned money, putting it right back in to Frappuccinos. And me and my boys, because there's nothing else for an 18 year old to do in Riverside, because couldn't drink. And I, I just stopped doing meth. So I was like, I'm going to go and just drink 
uh, uh, frappuccinos and smoke cigarettes outside. Yeah. And that's all we did. Yeah. That's yeah. all we would do. And that started me on that path for doing that up until about two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> where I still drink a lot of coffee. I just don't smoke the cigarettes anymore. See, Man, I don't, you? I don't, I don't remember my first time at Starbucks because How old are you? 23. Yeah, that's because you were like, why, when you were a baby, your right. mom probably just took you she, into a And she didn't, no, I, I mean, my, my, my parents aren't coffee drinkers. No one's a coffee drinker in my house, but it'd be like, hey, it's, it's kind of cold outside. Let's get a nice little hot, hot chocolate. Okay. And sure. shout chocolate. the fuck out to Starbucks hot chocolate. Yeah. Unrivaled. Oh, yeah. It's Unrivaled. good. Unrivaled. Consistent. Any Starbucks is, you go to, it's going to taste the same. And right. that's amazing because there's some coffee shops. And when mm-hmm. I say some, I mean pretty much all. Yeah. The, they're hot chocolates are not hot chocolates. No. They're the deepest, darkest cocos. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's that's, bitter. No. Hell, well, what's the I difference, wanted, what's the difference between hot chocolate nasty, and cocoa? It'd be a fucking coffee. Hot chocolate tastes good. These okay. are. I'm down for cocoa. So they, used to, they started doing these things called the drinking chocolate. Remember that? Like Starbucks oh, yeah, tried I've to bring that. Oh, yeah. Starbucks said, hey, we've got perfect hot chocolate. Let's try to one-up ourselves. And they brought in drinking chocolate, which is just mel- a fucking melted chocolate bar. You were just drinking a melted chocolate bar. Mm. And after about four sips of it, your hands start to shake yeah, you just and your eyeballs it. go cross. Yeah. It's what? like 400 grams of sugar. And we were talking about, you know, frappuccinos and all that. I mean, we have to say something about the PSL. Well, it's about to be back. It might even be back. You you are. What, are you shaking your head there? Yeah. What are you shaking your head about? I'm shaking my head about pumpkin spice well, in general. In general? In general. In which no. way? This is the nice now. And just like it's it's gone way too overboard. Oh no. But that doesn't take away from the fact that it's special. Yeah. Sure. You know, it's well, still it's just good. it's just like the green shakes at McDonald's. Oh, Shamrock Shake? Shamrock Shake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, those suck and always have. Ken Shamrock was a oh, god. Well. He was really okay. good. Ink a lot. The fact that McDonald's was like, you're so, you were so good in the, in the early days of UFC. WWE. That we have to. Ken Shamrock? Yeah. Ken Shamrock. Wait, wait. What are we talking about? We're, we're both right. We're oh, both we are right. both right. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. There was a Ken Shamrock. <laughs> that was his Ken big Ken Shamrock <laughs> was so good that McDonald's. I was like, where's the big going? Right. That McDonald's had to make the Shamrock shake for him, and that's fantastic, and it will yeah. live on forever. But they it said sucks, man. they're going to make it forever. Hey, here's, my favorite here's ice mint. cream, hands down, mint ice cream. <laughs> Fucking love it. My, I just, just my brush your flavor. teeth then. How about that? I'm a big yeah. fan of brushing my teeth as well. But the, the the mint chocolate ice cream, I'm so down. Yeah. This Shamrock shake, it's in the name. It's a sham. It fucking wow. sucks. Oh. That's tough. But is it it's, a sham? Wow. No, oh. it's not. It's not. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's a shamrock in your stomach. <laughs> is it a shake? Wait. Shake. Wait, that's not even the right thing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess sham, wow, shake, wait are in the same They're in the same infomercial, like, infomercial category, right? right. But sound they don't the sound. Okay. But no, fuck the shamrock. Like but PSL, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Although, admittedly, they've gotten worse over the years. Whoa. They have. They've gotten worse. The pumpkin spice latte. I don't really. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> it's yeah. You know, the quality. What's happened? There's. It's they a, just. They. They changed the mix of it. Mm. It's like it's a mix of being too sweet and just. It's not. I feel like a lot of their kind of flavored drinks have gotten uh, watered down. It's not the right word because they're not physically watered down, but just like the way they make them is more generic than it used to be. They used to be more. Gotcha. They're not putting the love in. Yeah, is that what you're trying to say. I pre- they I used to that. care more about the mix. There used to be more of an idea of what well, that it's drink big meant. Now, though, I mean, think about how Starbucks is. It's so big, and this is why, like, so this is a, a jokey kind of topic. But when you start really thinking about it, like, think about how much Im- how much Starbucks has influenced like everyone's life and mainstream culture. It popularized that, like, the cafe, and it made. I mean, it made me start drinking coffee. I mean, it's ubiquitous at this point, right? I mean, well, you're talking about your high school and college experience. I know we've talked about this stuff a lot, but. Fundamentally, Starbucks changed my life. Might not be the right word to, to use, but it uh, made my life. Yeah. Like so many of my relationships were 
at a Starbucks. Started and ended at a Starbucks. At, <laughs> talking at a Starbucks. Yeah. Just hanging out with friends because it's 24 hours and you're a kid and that's somewhere you can go. You know, it's like that is so important to my formative years and learning how to, you know, what my dick was doing and how right. to work okay. it and all that at stuff. At a Starbucks. That's what my, they actually want you to do that. They want mm-hmm. you to get a Frappuccino and sit down with your dick and just figure out how it Learn works. Right. Yeah. My roommates and I in college, we would go get Starbucks all the time because we had a Starbucks on campus. That was part of our meal plan. That what? we could what? Yeah. yeah. We would get it was Fuck. like uh I think it was like uh college is way a better. Venti now. was part was like a like meal or something. Okay. I I, okay. I forget like the specifics of what it was, but Where'd it was like school? in North Carolina. Gotcha. Um Crazy. school called High Point University. Shout out. Michael Jordan went there. Nope. Uh, no. Nope. No, no, no. North Carolina. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. part's Carl true. Carl Malone that, that's true. also went there. Also true. Ken right. Shamrock. Both Ken really? Shamrocks. Wow. No, there was one Ken I Shamrock. I didn't even know. Both Ken Shamrock. Was he? Did he? Was he in WWE also? Yeah, that was his How thing. I did not know this. I don't know. I mean, it was during the Attitude Era, the '90s. He had an ankle lock. He's coming to snap, and then he like put you in the ankle. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! Snap. Yeah. You know, you and I have a lot in common. We, we do. There's friends. a lot of common ground here. We should be. Friends. I didn't realize. I don't. I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, that was his shtick. That he was an MMA guy. Mm-hmm. But I just remember him and Frank Morris Shamrock, being yeah, his brother. Ken Shamrock, because he had a big. He, here's here's how it goes with. No, I guess this is Greg. Greg. Tell me. Well, Ken Shamrock, of course, mm-hmm. makes me think of Steve Blackman. <laughs> Who was another guy who was in the mm-hmm. same era of like I'm gonna wear these like judo about, pants, he's yeah. gonna kick or whatever. He had a kendo stick, mm-hmm. and then that makes me think of when he was fighting X Pac once. Steve Blackman mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. and so then we called our friend John, and he didn't answer the phone, and we left a voice me- uh, answer machine message mm-hmm. where we narrated the fight for him. Okay, and then he called back, and he was like, or the next day he called back, he's like, my mom was furious at you guys. Like, why would you call and leave a racist message on the phone? And I was like, what do you mean, racist message? He, he said, she, she said, you kept screaming about some black man getting beat up. And we're like, no, no, we were watching Steve Blackman fight X-Pac. <laughs> and his mom didn't watch wrestling, so she right. didn't miss it. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah that yeah. makes total yeah. sense. Yeah. I want Kevin to Google Ken Shamrock right now, because I want to make sure I'm bring not Bring up Ken Shamrock. Can you bring up Shamrock? You Wikipedia page. Uh, make sure it's the same one I'm thinking of. The way I got. So now, Tim, are cheese. you? I, you don't I seem as invested anymore. In well, now we got to get Kim Shamrock. I'm so invested in oh, wow. great fights. Tito Ortiz. Yeah, that's Ken Shamrock. Right? That's him. Yeah. yeah. Are you still investing in the Starbucks life? Because I don't oh. see you living the Starbucks life as much as I see Nick living the yeah, Starbucks yeah. life. Yeah. Well, the thing is, he Nick has always went to Starbucks before he comes to work. I don't do that. I would go to his second. I would join him for his second trip of the day. But back in the day, that was when we were in the the apartment. Right. And it was like just getting out of the apartment. Sure. Nice. Sure. And in addition to that, it just allowed us to to talk and like have something to do. We don't need to do that anymore. And like I'm fine with the coffee. And especially back then, I was on that the vanilla lot. I went from caramel frappuccinos. Sure, you did. To the hot chocolate. Okay. To the um. When I was trying to learn what coffee was, mm-hmm. I, I fucked with the um, white chocolate macchiato. Oh, is what whoa, it was. Whoa. Wow! And, didn't uh, know we had a king of England over here. That's right, was, jeez. But I didn't know what the fuck it was. Sure. Uh, but then I eventually moved over to just the strict latte. Then I was like, "Fuck latte. this!" Went to the vanilla latte. Wow, well, you've was, made it around that board. Mm-hmm. I was. I mean, I've I'm never... talking about ten years of my life here, and these are my serious like steps. Ended at vanilla latte, but then it reached a point. Nick said, "Tim, you got to stop drinking this shit." And I was like, it's pure sugar. You're probably yeah. right. And then I just switched over to the iced coffees. And that's when I was like, all right, cool. But now I just, I just have coffee. See, for me, I think it was the only, I, I don't have, I, we, I don't think we had one in Columbia that was like open 24 hours or anything like where we were going to. We didn't do, we weren't drinking coffee in high school. And so 
really when I think of Starbucks in the first, I think of it either being bitterly cold in the winter and I'm downtown or something and I want to go in and get something, get a hot coffee or a mm-hmm. hot cocoa mm-hmm. or whatever. And then Craig Harris, when he used to pick me up to take me to IGN when we were carpooling at one point, he stopped there every day. He, he probably still is a huge addict to Starbucks. Craig Harris but, probably, yeah. But uh, I, he would, I would always get a, star, a strawberry frappuccino or whatever from mm-hmm. there and I would drink it thinking I was being healthy because I was like having strawberries in the morning. Yeah, it it's, like, exactly it's like a like smoothie. Yeah. It's like when Dumb you have your man. yogurt in the morning, but you're like, let's just spruce it up with a little bit of Nutella. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's super healthy. It's Whatever, man. It's great for you. Fuck you. I'm not I mean, judging. Once you, oh, you just said you were judging me. I'm going to put a Care Bear on what, your face. <laughs> what I want to give a shout out to for Starbucks is I'm a huge fan of ice water. Oh, yeah. And no it? one does it better. You go in there. They have can great I get water. A, a Trenty ice water. Yep. And you're walking out of this here with this freaking tub of ice. Yeah. For free. It's fantastic. They used to not do that, though. They would be like, sir, we can only give you a small, like a, like a, People. I'm at a what point though, I'm that? like, I'll pay I don't know what's below grande. Like, what do you need me to pay if I, if I needed this? Right. Because we're out there, it's E3, we're hot, we're sweating, it's RTX, whatever. I'm like, just give me the goddamn ice water. What, do, you, what do I need to do? I wonder how many of these cups I have used, utilized in my entire life and what so I could have done with all of that I was going to say, do you think about it? Why don't you just get the reusable? I just reusable? started thinking about it. I do have it. I just forget to, to, oh. to bring it with me now. I have that one. I have a teal and with a pink straw. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. really, really cool one. looking. Yeah, I fucked that. I forgot. I totally okay. forgot to bring it with me. That's no good. Also, this uh, size That's doesn't fit in you. cabinets. Yeah. That's the problem. So it's either I have to figure out, like, leave it out on my countertop, which I'm not doing. Yeah, of course Or not. I uh, buy 10 of these a week, and we make a house afterward with them. Okay. Because we could. Okay. Matt. Yeah. What's your topic? My topic is movie pass movie pass so i know this was in the headlines was like two weeks ago yeah, two three weeks story. ago they right the price down right. from 30 bucks to 10 bucks yeah it was like it started out at like 50 bucks and um i just kind of wanted to go over is it too good to be true so can you catch us up on what exactly it is and yeah. what it does and doesn't have? Right. Okay. So MoviePass, like like we said, it started. It was a it was a company started by one of the Netflix co-founders, um, and he started this. It it used to be like fifty dollars a month, I think it was something like that, and where you could get a movie ticket free per day if you pay fifty bucks a month. Okay. And so recently, they dropped the price down to nine ninety five. Now the whole process of it nine ninety five a month for okay. movie ticket okay. every single day to theoretically see unlimited movies. Basically. You could see one a day. You, yeah, you could see one a day. But what are the restrictions? No new releases. Gotta or gotta go to the dollar so, theater. So, Where are you no, getting? No, 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 no. So so oh, here so here the I got kind of got some notes in. Give here. me the notes. Give me the high. The top so just level so just items. how it works is it's an app. And so you go on the app and you say, I want to see, you know, it's uh, Spider-Man or Wonder mm-hmm. Woman at seven o'clock. And so you go on the app. You have to be within, I think, like 100 feet of a theater yep. or something like that. Weird. And yes, yeah, so you have to be in the vicinity of the okay. theater. And you say, OK, Spider-Man, seven o'clock. And then they also send you a debit card. It's a movie pass debit card. And so you pick your movie. Then it's whatever the ticket price is, $12 or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. What, let's just say a random price. So then you walk up to the counter and say, I'd like to see Spider-Man at seven o'clock. Like, okay, that's $12. And then you give them the movie pass debit card and it already has the $12 loaded on. They swipe it and you're on your way. Now, the only restrictions is that it doesn't work at like special theaters, like an Alamo draft house or, you know, it does work at our Alamo. It does. I don't, I I didn't know that it was all of them. You can't go to IMAX or 3D. Yeah. Well, you can go to IMAX or 3D. You just have to pay the upcharge. Of you know, so if it's sixteen dollars, mm, you just sure, have to pay the sure. four dollar difference, whatever it is. Um, 
So that's kind of what the restrictions are. I don't know how it works for advanced. Like if you wanted, so if like Thor tickets go on sale, you know, in a couple weeks or whatever. And if right. you want to see point, that, if point. you want to see that first movie, I don't know how that works. I don't think it does work. Yeah, that. I don't think yeah. it does. It's it's just, you have to be hundred feet in front. Right, of Right, you'd theater. have to just like camp out in front of the <laughs> right. theater waiting to get. To, I don't know. Um, so I guess so. The question is about Movie Pass. Is you know, it's it's ten bucks a month, but that's obviously not sustainable as a business model. No. And so they're clearly, yeah, they're clearly trying to corner the market, similar to like what Amazon has done or Netflix right, or like has done, yeah, like a Netflix like little blockbuster. We're just, gonna, we're just gonna take a loss for five years until we own this market, right? And then boom. Smart. The question that I have is, what's that really gonna? What's that market gonna look like? Because what it sounds like they're trying to do to me is make a lot of money on a dying medium. And by dying, I hate to say that because I love movie theaters, but right. every time you go to a movie theater these days, like I just started going back to the Kabuki after AMC bought them, and it is like. I mean, there's literally just like spots on the wall. It looks like they just tore shit down. Like, no, they're not even trying to make this a premiere theater anymore. No. Now it's just, hey, we show movies here, and it's a bargain bin, basically. But I mean, that's the thing with theaters right now, right? Where it's like, you know, Kevin still loves the Daily City. What is that one, Kevin? Century Twenty. Century, Century Twenty or whatever. Or whatever. I mean, like, it's fine, and they have they have assigned seating now too. I won't. I don't want to go to a movie if it's not assigned seating, right? Yeah. I don't want it unless it is the boutique in quotes. Yeah. I get a lounger. I get to pick a seat. So is, I get there. That is now, I think, the majority of yeah, theaters. Most well, that's yeah, the, that's how the, I'm, that. and that's the argument I'm making. Where I think I don't know if it's dying as much as just truncating, but I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Well, you still have that for a while. Yeah, I, I just, don't get me wrong. I wish it would go away. Whoa. I wish it would fucking oh, all just go. Hey, oh. Spider Man's out today in theaters or on your, you know, PlayStation Four or whatever. Well, that's that's the more interesting of these. I'm like, do I like part of the reason why this has not really registered on my radar is because, um, well, for one, Tim hasn't told me I need to worry about it yet. So as soon as Tim figures it out, that means I'm way behind the curve, and then I need to start doing it. Um, but it, a, it just seems like it seemed like. Before you had read all those things, I'm like, there's going to be something in there that's going right. to be too, too much of a pain in the ass to deal with. And the fact that you have to be close to a theater and or you can't get the tickets you want when you want. Right. That that's that's a deal breaker for me. Having said that, I will continue to like keep an eye on this. And once it is just as easy as I open an app on open my phone, app. Pit, hit the thing I want and the QRC, you know, the ticket code comes up. And that's it, and it's just right there. Cool. Then I'll go to the theater, but I want to be able to do that two weeks ahead of time, and, and well, with right. my wife. Right. You know? What is the rationale behind the be with the one hundred feet of a theater? Well, I'm sure that's just to to, to limit people from reserving tickets and then not using them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, because you don't right, pay with yeah, the debit card until you get there. Yeah, I, I think see. the right. audience for this is not people like us that are like, oh, we need to be there for Thor's premiere. Mm-hmm. It's for right. people like high school kids or for old people or mm-hmm. the people that it's, are it's, just like, I'm at the mall. I guess I'll watch a movie. Right. Which right. the, I've it, never been that way, but it's I think to a get lot of the people, people who don't go to a lot of movies, like all of us, I would sure. imagine, go to. You know, we see you. I know you see a lot of movies. Yeah, you know, so it's the people three who, or four right, movies a month, right. So. so it's it's not it's not for those people. It's for the people who like. Oh, you know, it'd be a nice time. Let's go. Let's all go out to the theater. Mm-hmm. Like you know, people <laughs> who yeah. aren't. But I just feel like those people, like you're talking about people, like I guess. I mean, there's a variety of different types of people that go see movies, but like I think of okay, who's your target audience? The people that have the families, right? Families with like five or six kids. You got to have five of those accounts. Yeah, you with. have to have five accounts. How is that going to work, right? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, to it's me. not. It's not. I, so I don't think it's families. I think that it's it'd be couples or the kids. college kids, think it's yeah. the 18 to college kids, high like, school kids. Yeah, it's it's so maybe it's, even, from my point of view, it's people at malls. They are the even this. Audience. I feel like so. I feel like right now I wouldn't do it because I don't like these hoops. 100 feet, can't just do it all online. Yeah. Why not just give me, in the app, the debit card there? It needs to be, as, there, e- it needs to be as easy as Fandango. Fandango exactly. has an app. You pop it open. You find your theater. You go, boom. It says, is this the credit card you want to use? Great. For Dom, being Dom. a college kid, high school kid, whoever, eh, maybe. I feel like the first time we got burned when we all, like, we used to go to AMC Cantera, like, every weekend to go see a movie when we were in high school, right? The first time we would have gone there and be like, we're all going to see this. Boom. And, like, 
four four of the five of us got in or something weird like that to be like oh well fuck this what a stupid system like mm-hmm. I want to be able to make sure we're all, I don't yeah. I don't like that tension because then we're back either. to the same tension yeah. of like why I don't like fucking waiting in line for three hours to hope that I get the seat I want in a and, movie and it's and it's the reason why movie theaters will eventually not exist like right. on this on this biggest scale I mean they've been diminishing for, for the last ten years but eventually twenty years from now the, it will be a boutique experience similar to the Alamo Draft House but it won't be the preferred medium right mm-hmm. what right. you're talking about is even that little bit of like Thor's coming out. In a month, fuck. One of us needs to figure out how to get everyone tickets. How many tickets are we gonna get? I don't know who's gonna come. Is she coming? I don't know. Get an extra ticket for her just in case. Uh, now it's like stress. They're stressed, right? Like, is Nick? Is your wife gonna come? No, she doesn't leave the house after six o'clock. Um, <laughs> but like, all of that is the reason why eventually there will have to be some other system that takes its place. And I don't think it's gonna be on demand. I think it's gonna be similar to whatever that thing is that you can get now or used to be able to get, where it's like you spend thousands of dollars. And it's a box that sits in your living room and they just everything that's new just goes straight to you. Apparently that's a thing. Have you guys heard of this? I've heard of it, but yeah. I, I don't remember yeah. anymore. I don't know if it's actually you know something called? people yeah. No, I, don't, I, I just heard of it. But yeah, it was ex- obscenely expensive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember right. hearing about it years ago. It was like $50,000 or something like that. Or something like yeah, that. something like that. But of yeah. course, I'm sure that has plenty of like restrictions and shit on right. it too where it's like you can't get every movie you want. That's right. that's always the shitty thing, right? It's always the shitty thing about buying like the Disney pass, right? We're like, there's always blackout dates and nobody likes the blackout dates. Mm-hmm. Well, unless, yeah. Those I mean, are fucking thing, the most premium one and that's how they get you on. This right. Thing. Exactly. I think that the, the narrative about theaters diminishing and going away, I think that people like us wa- want to believe that more than it's actually true. Like when you look at the, the, just the sheer numbers, there's more money coming in and granted tickets are more expensive and all that. doesn't matter. There's more money coming in, mm-hmm. right? The, when, it, when you add 3D, when you add IMAX, when you add all these other upcharges, like every week a movie is breaking records for whatever's coming mm-hmm. out. I look at any market that I've been familiar with, whether it's Austin or San Francisco or New York, those are probably the three that I'm most intimately uh, have with. knowledge of. Yeah. Like there are more theaters now than there's ever been in my entire time growing up in San Francisco. I've seen two theaters close. I've seen six come up, right? And none of them have. They've only gotten bigger. They've only had more options and more things going mm-hmm. on in them. So it's like, I feel like Netflix and all that stuff has kind of shifted our perspective. And like we're like, oh well, here's how we want things. But I think that the mainstream consumer isn't worrying about any of that stuff. Sure. I and mean, it does, it does give people families, things like that, outings, things to do, right? This, people do still need stuff to do and people do want to get out of the house. Yeah. Well, I know, that? I know that AMC, because uh, along with this article, when this news hit, AMC, like the next day, you know, they came out saying that we're against this. You know, AMC is strictly they, against but this. They can't pull out of it. Like, they, it seems well, they like- can't. And, and and here's the thing. So what they're what what AMC is arguing is that it's going to change the movie industry for the worse. They feel because if so, if you think about it from AMC's perspective, yeah, if, chains always say shit like this. Well, they yeah. say the same thing when it, when when Netflix is like, yo, we're just going to start making movies indirectly, and people, are, well, you can't do that. Like the biggest the, the big shit between Netflix and Amazon and movie theaters is that Netflix wants to do day and day right. releases, right? And they want to put them in theaters people want and the movie theaters are like no we don't want you to yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not like, fuck I'm you not, guess what we're going to win. I'm I'm not saying they're yeah, yeah. they're in the right. I mean right. obviously it's it's a dying it's a dying industry, but what AMC is arguing is that, you know, they have this 995 for a month for a whole year. That's that's what movie passes set their price. They're like we're going to have this price for a year. But AMC is worried about is that oh, all these people are going to sign up and when it fails, when it probably will because it's just not mm-hmm. a sustainable price point is you know, no one's going to go to the movie theater anymore because no one's going to want to pay a $12 ticket anymore. So that's what AMC mm. is arguing is that, well, they just paid $9 a month to see every kind of movie, but 
now they don't want to go to the theater to see a $12 ticket. Mm. You know, so they're arguing that it's just going to shift the whole dynamic sure. of it. And so the whole, huh. and so what, what the biggest picture is, well, it's obvious that this has to be too good to be true because, you know, it's a, how can you, how can a company survive by practically losing money, like yeah, you had said? Yeah. And so what's behind that is right before this happened, a data analytics company called Helios and Matheson, they're a data mining company, mm -hmm. they bought like 51% of MoviePass. And so a, a theory is that what they're going to do is now they have data on everyone who's buying movie tickets, mm -hmm. you know what time you're going, when you're going, what movies you're going to see on what day. Household income. Right. Yeah. Who's, who's buying tickets, where, in what region of the country. And what they're probably going to do is gather it all up and say, hey, Disney, hey, Fox, hey, Warner Brothers, how much do you want for this information sure. to where you can market, when you should release movies, when, where, you know, all that sure. kind of stuff. Right. And like, I think that's... Doesn't Fandango do that, though? Like, doesn't Fandango know everything about you? Aren't there already places out there that have that information? True, but and that's I, also more representative of actual moviegoers, yeah. not just the people that are subscribing for this type of pass. So, right? but, but, your, but your argument, or the but argument this, I mean, these theaters are making is that this is just a play for the information to sell. And right. But you figure, too, that like based on what we're talking about of what this is, this is different information than Fandango, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm Fandango, I would do this all the time, but we're saying this pass is for people who aren't motivated to go see movies. Right, these are, these, yeah, these are the people who, who don't use Fandango. What, what MoviePass is trying to do, like what we were talking about before, is it's not for the Fandango people, because if people used Fandango, they'd be using it all the time, but obviously there are people who don't use Fandango. Dango. And so I guess this is trying to reach those people, but I, I don't, I don't know who those people are. You yeah, know, if, yeah. you, if you know, so if, if they're trying to reach an audience of people that don't normally go to the movies, I mean, then those studios can then go. The thing you know, is like what, this, what this kind of reminds me of a little bit and it is the same reaction I had when uh, I think it was Nate Ahern was the first person I remember hearing. And he was like, Hey man, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to a blockbuster or something like that and get a TV. He's like, why are you doing that, man? There's this new thing called Netflix and you just mm, yep. sign up for it and they send you a DVD and it takes like four or five days to get to you. Yep. And then you have to remember to send it back. And I was like, that sounds horrible. That sounds terrible. Yeah, That can't be right though. Nate. I remember you met him at IGN, right? Yeah. But Nate worked there like, yeah, but I was using Netflix ago. 2001, 2002. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Netflix didn't become relevant in my life oh, really? at all to anybody so like until like 2007, 2008. Yeah. I, well, it's when they got close to going digital that or I remember everybody's. Well, I just remember, and I mean, that's was, what I'm saying, right? There was so like three, four years. Maybe it wasn't Nate. I don't know. But Sorry, but, I was so, just trying yeah. to give a time frame to The point was during my t my early tenure at IGN, that's when people, I started seeing the, the, the DVDs pop up on people's uh Desks, desks yeah, or yeah. their console in the tables, their in homes, the, right? Yeah, exactly. And those little, the little hey, uh, let's slider things. Send yeah. them back, yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing that. I'm like, God, that's what, like, that's one extra step. Like, I already can't take back the blockbuster videos, and I, and I like, but I guess that's, I guess it's easier just to drop that in the mail, yada yada yada. I'm like, ah, oh, it's a pain in the ass. I got to go online. And then there's some, some of the the DVDs. Remember, you couldn't get. You'd have to pre like order yeah, them, and they're like, yeah, well, yeah. this is not available. And I'm like, oh, right. I just go to the blockbuster the right there, right? And so like, that's just me. That speaks to my psyche of like, I am. I am I am a late adapter adopter of everything. I didn't have a fucking iPhone until like <laughs> iPhone four, right? I I just I will not. I'm always a wait and see kind of person. Right. I want this to succeed. I want new technologies like this to come in and revitalize the theater industry yeah. because I think it needs it. I still stand by the fact that the best experience for Thor Ragnarok is going to be it's all of us going to a theater, a theater and seeing it together. And then maybe Greg goes fucking aggro like he's done the last two times we've gotten to see movies on someone. Right? <laughs> the last two times. Fun. 
I made one of those up. Hey, but what, the, what, the, first, the one time was so intense that I was like, Doctor I'm, Strange, I'm yeah. scared of you forever. I'll fuck that kid up. Don't I, worry. I'm he was like an the... adult male. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, sir, that is rude. You're like, wait, no, fuck No, you, he went, seriously? I'm like, yeah, put your fucking phone yeah, away. I'll tweet during the movie. And I thought you'd have my back, but you threw me under the bus immediately. I was about to wear naked chuck that motherfucker and both of us go to jail for assault. Hey, guys, I was going to You have it. I'm on the same boat as Nick where, like, I really want this to work, but on the opposite side where, like, I signed up for it last week. Did last you? weekend, yeah. Unfortunately, some of the bad things is it doesn't seem like it's scaling well with all the people because, like, you sign up for it and, like, you get the app and it's really, really fucking broken. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. like, you have to wait for the card to come in, but you can get e-tickets. So it's, uh. like, and for, like... Every once in a while, when I go to look at the, the the card they're supposed to send you, I have the last four digits, so yeah. I entered it, but it won't let me print out. Like it won't let me buy the. So you, this is what I'm talking about. Can I about. see the app? Do you have the yeah, app right now? Yeah, yeah, so you can on your way over here. Can you open the window? Every, so that's every other the kind time of, it doesn't work though. That's the kind of shit that I don't like, right? And that's why I'm a late adopter of everything. I want the technology when it's perfect, when it's so right. fucking good that Tim's like, "Why are you not on this? Why don't you use Venmo?" Until we start why using it, never use will. Venmo? Yeah. And now I use Venmo. Venmo is a good example, though. There's been so many apps like that of paying money and stuff, and I. There must have been good ones, but Venmo is the one that really connected with people where it's like, it's ubiquitous now. See, for me, PayPal was that, but everyone's like, nah, Venmo's better. But that's what I'm saying, yeah, PayPal's so the internet version. Right. And yeah, yeah, you can use PayPal you on your phone. Yeah, you still can. Yeah. But, but Venmo is that app. So to me, if you'd have said, Nick, use Venmo two, three years ago, how would I have reacted? You would have not done it. Go ahead, check it. I mean, how, bad, how badly broken was Venmo two years ago? Oh, I don't think, did it exist? I don't know, I don't even know, see? It's gonna be that easy. Interesting. This seems like it's, we said 100 feet, right? Yeah, no, 100 meters. Oh, oh okay. how what? I mean, that's three hundred feet. It's not that much. Of a but I mean, like right now, we're getting Alamo Draft House no, downtown. No, it, it'll show you. You just can't book them you unless can't you book any of the guys. Uh, copy that. And I'm not entirely sure. I think oh. some places that have e-ticketing will let you book them early. The only problem is there is no. Yeah, see that those don't actually those aren't buttons. Now, Andy uh, Cortez. Uh, Wait, are they buttons in. or are they just logos? No, indicating? I don't know if that's because he's bored or he wants to say something. I don't know what's, uh, what they mean. You got your loyalty yeah. programs in here? I don't know. Over no, here, big old Andy it, Cortez. It only has one we should definitely not talk over each other, though. <laughs> well, I mean, we're talking about the app. Let me tell you about my problem with Postmates. What? Jesus, God. <laughs> what you right, thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. That's cool. Andy Cortez, everybody. Just a, What's your problem with Postmates? I had my first Postmates experience last night. Oh, God. They, we order four Chinese like entrees, right? Sure. They send one correct one, three are incorrect, right? Could be the restaurant's fault, right? Doesn't have to be the person from Postmates. No, it's probably Postmates. Well, it's probably Postmates. Either way, Postmates, though, did they put the order? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, right? So they you know, we, broccoli beef is the only thing that came correctly. Well, that's good. There was no steamed rice. There was no oh, Kung Pao chicken. There that's... was nothing that we ordered, right? So email them, took a picture of the stuff that sent that they sent us. It was like, hey, uh, you sent us all this wrong shit. And they're like, all right, we'll give you the money for the stuff that we didn't send you. I'm like, okay, cool, but you still sent us stuff that we didn't want. So how about, like, this is my first time using you all. Pretty bad first impression. They're like, yeah, sorry, that's our refund policy. What did you want? You wanted more money or did you want the food for free? No, no, they sent us free food, right? They sent us free food, right, which is totally cool. But, like, you also inconvenienced us because we didn't get the food that we fucking... want? Like, like, what do you well, want like, them to so, do? Well, we've gotten the wrong order from Uber Eats before, and Uber Eats is like, hey, we'll comp you the whole fucking thing. Here's a $10 credit. Okay. Here, you know, like, oh, just okay. something. Keep, you know, don't So they gave you your money back sucks. and sent the replacement food, or no, no replacement no, food? No, no replacement oh, food. Oh, I, you no said we did get free food. food. No, I was just no, 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 like, original we, food. We got to keep the f- food that we didn't want, right? Gotcha, okay, cool. How did that turn out, though? Was it good? 
The free f- the food you didn't want, huh? I mean, no, it's like it was like a soup or something. I was oh, like, no, no, I, well, no, no. It, no. It seems like such a good idea, but every time I do it, at the end, I'm always like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I'm never gonna do it again. But then, a couple weeks hungry, later, but a couple weeks later, I'm like, oh, I don't want to cook right now. See, Seamless so is let's the only look one I on... fuck with because it's not random people just doing random things. It's like these are people dedicated to these restaurants, mm-hmm. and it's still. But aren't the, aren't the I also I also don't aren't like all the Seamless food either. Failing. Well, I think the yeah, thing about Seamless that makes yeah. sense is that it's not people paying random other people. It is the restaurant. It's just a way for you to find a bunch of delivery. Places that deliver. Places See, that oh, deliver. so it's actually right. a person who's paid by like Amici's to deliver the Amici's pizza. Yes. I love that Amici's pizza. That makes sense. I like Wait, Postmates Wait, real quick, guys, part. just to go back to the MoviePass thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm really excited. Like, I don't know when I'm going to get my card, and if I don't get it this month, I'm not going to be that disappointed. If I don't get it next month, I'm going to cancel it. But um, like I want to I, ch- I check in on this. Yeah, after a cu- after like a month or two of you using it, I want I, you to come back and let's review this thing. I really want to make it a goal to go to the movies at least twice a week. Yeah, because yeah. if you, if you say it's worth thing. it, yeah. I'll try it. I'll yeah. give it a shot. I, I'm trying to get Paula to do it. I want to go with her once a week uh, on Fridays. To the From movies. your house, yeah. can you do it? Because you live close to a theater. Oh no no no, <laughs> much too far away from okay. the house. Okay. Uh, but like but, so, for instance, like here's the thing. Yeah, Thor, no. Right, but I want there's a couple indies in the theater oh, right sure. now that right. I want to see, and I guarantee if I walk up there, I'm gonna be able to get it. You'll be able to I'm get not gonna worry about getting 100%. a pizza, yeah. right? And I'm still, you know, so I think that's what it could work for, right? There's like Ingrid Goes West, right. there's Patty Cakes, there's these movies that I don't think they're gonna be tuning people in. Tim, I, it's gonna I be a good have movie. Such beef with Patty Cakes. I'm telling man. you, it's gonna Why? be a good movie. You love rap. This no, is a rap this movie. Looks so fucking not good. She wants to be a rapper, Tim. Whatever. And you should support that. The thing about this movie pass thing is, to me, it really seems like just business 101. Of all right, here's this Netflix guy that understands, mm-hmm. you know, how Dominating to look them. at a community and how mm-hmm. to dominate a, a vertical market share. And, and market share and all that stuff. But what it comes Synergy. down to, it's a numbers game of looking at it and just being like, how are they making money or whatever? Right. It's, they obviously, and especially if they're working with the data, data analysis company. people, yeah, right. they understand that if 100,000 people sign up and actively use it, and they're going to lose money because they're only paying $10 to watch, what? What would an active user at, do? Say at least two movies. It doesn't matter. You're still losing money. A month. Right. right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, let's even say once a week, four movies uh, a month, right? So they're losing that much money. They must have a guarantee that they're making enough money off the people that forget they signed up mm-hmm. and are just going to mm-hmm. keep Oh, I'm sure back. there's that. Well, yeah, there's that. that I'm, but I'm sure that is a big enough percentage that they're profitable from this. And it might not be hella, but it's enough to I keep don't it know. I don't think it's that. I think it's the same model that the guy probably used when he started Netflix, which was, hey, we're just going to start and take a huge loss until we put blockbusters out of business. And that what well, that's what happened. But I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. I feel like that that's where you, you yeah, started. Yeah. But and I guarantee that like, investors they probably still, have a five, ten I, plan. Still good. I imagine that, that they're plan is to get enough people where they can dictate the prices of the movie right. tickets and lower it for themselves. Well, I don't I don't I don't know about that. I think yeah. I think what their plan might be is that it's 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 probably dying it's not profitable not profitable but it's just they want it to be so popular like everyone's using it you know everyone's using movie pass to buy their tickets now but they just can't but they're not quite there yet being profitable but then i think they go to the each movie theater chain and say hey let's 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 strike up a deal yep, you know let's exactly, work together you know you cut us in on sure. some of your profits give us some of that and we'll and we'll well that's the thing too I because totally you don't agree i think it's the opposite side i think that this is a I think that they're like, yo, we can make money off of this. See, I know. The, the weird thing is you have to understand how movie, movie theaters themselves make money, and it's not off the tickets. They take a big loss in the concessions. Right. It's, it's, it's concessions. all concessions. So it's a, it's a matter of just getting butts in the seats, which is why it might actually 
this might actually be a viable plan for these people. It is about volume at that point. It's a volume play. It's not, you know, so they need a ton of people. And this is how you do it. You got to operate at a loss until you get that, that right. big base of users. And then pff, you're right. It's a fascinating roll. thing. If I, it's very much like well, we talked about uh, game stops and EBs, like a new program of like, you know, or the Australian one of the one they're doing out in uh, Philadelphia, I believe uh, of, you know, 10 bucks a month you get unlimited used games come in trade them and trade them out and how I did that at Blockbuster back in the day for movies and for yeah, games yeah, I remember that didn't take the movies back and it was that thing whereas if if I if you know I granted I know summers just ended but if it was summer and I was a you know junior senior year of high school or whatever waiting for whatever's next I would totally do this and go in the middle of the day me and my friends get uh, all your friends get sure. this and every yeah. week you go to a yeah. Friday noon movie or whatever I think it's a great concept I think it's the same thing we talk about when we talk about comics right where it's like wouldn't it yeah. be so much fucking easier for 10 bucks and get every goddamn Marvel comic you possibly could get. It's just but that there's restrictions on that too. And it's super, the thing about this one for me is just that I don't live super close to a theater. So yeah, if I'm going, if I, right now going to a theater right. is a cool, I, I like going to the theaters cause we go to the good ones now. Mm -hmm. And cause honestly just about I mean, to be fair, the only ones are the San good Francisco ones. Are great, yeah. And that's yeah. the thing, right? Of like, if I'm going to go to the Alamo, it's for a date night. It's for a movie I really want to see. Mm -hmm. And it's already, you know, across town you're from where I am. You're that bull and bear and you're getting a little like old fashioned. <laughs> you got damn right. You know, I mean, get in there maybe get that pizza port they got. I like that one a lot. Go in there, watch it. But it's like, that's such an excursion that I'm never going to make that giant trek to be like, all right, let's hope they got the seat one or whatever. Right. But just the, the thing is, we have on. a movie theater a mile north and one mile south. Yeah, so we've we gone there zero theaters. times. Yeah, that, that's true. But like now, that if we have a movie pass, I could see us all being like, oh, yeah, fuck it. Let's yeah, go. Let's just go. I, I've not? wanted to see movies yeah. there before. Yep. I like seeing movies. See, I'm, I, I love the nostalgia oh, shit, of seeing movies in a world. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I wish I wish we lived in that world. I just don't think we live in that world. I don't think we, we do can't either. even and all I, get our shit together, to go to dinner with him tonight. Well, we can't I, all I, play video games I know, at night. And I, wonder, like, and I wonder how many people actually do still live in that world. That'll be the most fascinating thing. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 Just to put a bookend on this. Please do, um, sir. I thought By it was way, interesting. You're killing this topic. This is great. You hey, came very prepared. Much better than the Starbucks topic. Right. If I'm being honest. I didn't have I didn't have much input on that. I think that's why. Does Hunter Pence go out there and hit a home run every time? I don't know. I don't watch baseball. Like you ask me for real because I'd have to Google that. Uh, just to uh, when I was looking up stuff, I thought it was pretty interesting of how you know, we talk about Netflix and Blockbuster and how Netflix overcame Blockbuster. But when they were competing with each other, Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy out Netflix yeah. and they passed on it. And so what I found interesting was that way back when when MoviePass was doing a pilot program, they were able to do it with AMC mm. and AMC passed on it. Mm. And so I'm just, I just thought it was kind what of, would be, that would be, interesting. I just what would be of. interesting, right? Is if you take it internal, if, if AMC is like, all right, we got to fight fire with fire, right? Let's right. do it. We'll do it at this That's price and it will very be interesting. Let's book it on the spot. Let's right. do this. It's a reward program. Maybe the tickets cost more, but sure. they buy or a little bit. It is a, you can't see it the first week it's out kind of thing, right? Mm. Where it's like, Hey, you can see Thor Ragnarok, but you, you have, have to the wait subscription, but you got to wait two weeks. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking the opposite where they're like, you, if you're going to see, if you promise to see every movie here, not promise, but you know what I mean? Right. 10 bucks, you can get them. And everywhere it's the opposite of this don't be close as soon as you hit what because that's my thing is i feel like they could get around it if amc makes its own app which they already have but they have patreon.com slash amc you can get it a week early <laughs> exactly but i mean in their app they're like i want to see thor and i want to see it on launch night i mm. click it i do it boom and i pay right there i all right i, well, I see there but then the problem becomes i'm caught up now show. what happens if I'm 30 people now. don't show up to right. theater, right there has to be some level of penalty there you're right you're and, right, and especially right. nowadays when everyone's looking forward to the the first weekend it's out that's where all like the headlines are I these guys do that stuff. It just didn't take off. 
AMC has its own program. Well, they have reward programs, right? Yeah. No, what's the other one? Cinemark. There's AMC and Cinemark, yeah. They, they've tried, like two years ago, they tried doing these movie pass things. It wasn't $10 a month. Interesting. But it was, there was things that you can, you get, you get it per month and you can see movies and yeah, there was random little restrictions. I'm just saying this. Here's, here's the future I Lay it on me. Lay the and future on me. Because I do love movie theaters. I do. But there are 90% of the movies I just like patty cakes right now. I would love to watch that when I go home. When Disney, you know, Disney launching their own app. You know, they got their own streaming service that it isn't going to yep. do is all this stuff. How far off are we from it just being the new Star Wars comes out? Boom, it's there on I that think, Disney streaming service. I think service. we are very far. I know, but I want us to be closer. So. Yeah. I want no. it to be closer. That's, no, that's what I'm How far are we from it being on a Virgin America seat day one? Even far. I mean, that's the thing. If we can, <laughs> no, if we get, like, let's closer. be, let's all be honest. And I have to be honest about this too. And it sucks for me to say, it fucking sucks. Cause I like movie theaters to me are like church. I love going in. It's so sad yeah. now that I, when I, but when I'm leaving movie theaters, I'll like clean up my own shit. Like before when I was a kid, you just like, fuck it. You kick the popcorn yeah. over on like, I'm there fuck too, you, kids. Now I'm like, I'm like taking care of these theaters. You, I know you stand not up and you put forever. on your AMC vest and start picking <laughs> everything yeah, like, up. So, like someone left the bottle the other day. I was like, well, I'm going to save this kid some time because yeah. this kid, you know, whatever. He's not going to be here forever. Oh, sure. Guys like, Hey Nick. Yeah, I'm like, what's up? What's up, Norm? And having said that, though, Floor Ragnarok comes out. We all go over to watch it on your 80-inch TV. I'm in. No, that's a better. That's no, going to be a better experience for me, probably. I mean, it, it would be better, but it would be better. It's just uh, easier. It's, it's like it's just the people I want, and if anyone exactly, there's not pro- some fucking asshole checking tweeting, his fucking phone the entire hey, time. Hey, I got some fucking kids screaming on Instagram, checking out Jen Settler's butt. No, fuck you, dude. Well, that's you. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Tim. Yes. My topic is about movies, <laughs> so I want to break them up. Okay. You go with yours. Oh, okay. What's your topic, Sorry. sir? Wasn't prepared for that. that why not? You knew it was. I was just giving you an what introduction of why I went. No, I mean, um, I told you early on you were talking about it. First off, double, fuck double. your bitch and the click that you claim. Uh, this comes from Come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. On, uh, on Twitch, or not Twitch, Twitter. Uh, he says, show topic. Does a music video make or break how you feel about a song? Mm. I thought this was very interesting. Uh, Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do video Look came out. Look What You Made Me Do. Earlier this week at the VMAs, mm-hmm. made its debut. Um, a couple weeks ago, Katy Perry's Swish Swish came out, and that was on the internet. Uh, it happened. That was the thing that happened. That was the thing that it happened. happened. I kind of want to use those two as the jump-off points. And those are phenomenal but, comparisons. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, just to answer the question around the table. Can a music video make or break a song for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would say yes. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, see, has it though? I don't know if it could break the song for me. Right. Well, I think for me personally, I think there's a great example here with Taylor Swift and Katy Perry, mm-hmm. where I had heard that you know when Taylor Swift's song dropped, I hadn't heard Katy Perry's song, I hadn't seen the video. Taylor Swift's song drops, I listen to it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is good. This is fine. I'm, I don't hate it. I'm not. You know what I mean? I, I, it is telling as a big Taylor Swift fan, right? That I listened to it that first night. I was like, that wasn't. It's not her best work, but I don't understand mm-hmm. why everybody's like fucking freaking out on the internet about it. And the next morning, I woke up and came in and listened to it a bunch of times in a row. And I was like, all right, I'm feeling yep. it. Yeah. But I yep. haven't thought about it since then. Or I haven't heard much about. It. I know I have. I it, it isn't. I haven't been drawn to listen to it again or anything. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. good. I can't wait for the fucking album. Can't wait for the tour. All that jazz. Katy Perry, on the other hand. I, and, oh, I'm sorry. So Taylor, that's how I feel about Taylor Swift. Watch her video today because I'm just way behind on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's golf came out. Sorry. And uh, I jump in and I watch this video and I'm like, all right, yeah, this is a fine video. It's the same thing. Where I'm like, it's good. I'm not a music video person much. I feel in my old age. I used mm-hmm. to be, a, you know, a kid. It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a music video person than I ever have been because of YouTube. Oh yeah, well they're so they're right there on demand. But then it was I haven't heard Swish Swish and I haven't seen Swish Swish, so I watched the Swish Swish music video, mm-hmm. and my hatred of that music video yeah. Yeah. now means that I don't remember the song yeah. I heard anymore. Yeah. I remember watching the music video and being mortified by the video, but saying this song isn't that bad. 
This is a pop song, whatever. But I can't remember anymore this song. I just remember seeing fucking Terry Crews bopping around and Katy Perry slamming jamming. See, I'm right there with you, right? Where I'm like, I would have heard that song and probably been like, whatever, it's a fine song. And then six months from now, I would have heard it so fucking much that I would have been like, okay, I kind of like that song. Now that I've seen the video, it makes me never want to listen to that song ever. Or anyways right. now. Now, granted, six months from now, I will love the song because that's just how I that's how I do. Like I will I will have heard the song so many times. Like, made, fine, it doesn't matter. Because I've only seen the music video one time. Taylor Swift's song, I heard that song, and I was like, this is a cool song, right? See the video, it's fuck hot. Makes me like the song more. Yeah. Now, in a quick right. time out, in case you missed the morning show that day, it, the fact was Nick came in, and of course Nick had uh, Rip Van Winkle through the internet fervor over the Taylor Swift thing, so he didn't know the song and he didn't know any. Uh, I yeah. knew that something he came was in. He came in blank slate. Yeah, no, I, knew she, I knew she was dropping something. We saw the serpent tail thing from like a week ago. I guess that was at a clothing line now. She's doing some shit like that. Well, what I mean, was the fucking teaser? Snake. Well, in the snake. That was the merch in the video, right? It's not a merch. It's no, it's not. The whole theme it's the theme. The I mean, there's a whole bunch of... I yeah. mean, they are there's selling snakes on the store this. and stuff. Mm. But like, it was... It, whatever, yeah. Okay, go ahead. There's no, you came in blank slate. You listened to the music and you're like, it's great. Every had a snake in it. Didn't catch that. All right. There were snakes everywhere. There was a jaguar. She was sitting on the. Uh, the I saw the snake with the snake came right. up. Yeah, right. and I get it. A lot but of snakes. I, I, She's I, I, a snake. Sneaky, sneaky snake. Cool. I think. I think the biggest thing about music videos for me is that if I like really like a song, and then I watch the music video and it just kind of, it, I'm like, oh, this music video is gonna be great because I love this song. Yeah. And then it's just not there. Then it's kind of like. Oh, maybe I don't like this song that much. Do you have any examples of that though? I know I'm putting you on the spot, um, but I'm trying to think about it. I think. I think the most recent one was uh, Ed Sheeran's Shape of You, mm. where like it just, uh, I really liked the song, but then the music video really mm. had like nothing to do with that song. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. He was like training to be like a boxer or, some, or something. I, I haven't seen I don't know. Like, and fight just, the internet. Um, one, one video that stands out to me is a song that I would have been like, that's a cool song. Seeing the video makes me fucking remember it forever. Kiss from Turn Rose. down for what? Remember that? True. Wow, go, that's a great boom, example. It, goes, wow. it keeps going down, and I was like, as the video the kept going, dance, I was like, this is a dances? perfect wow. fucking video. This, because the song's generic as fuck. It's a dope beat, don't get me wrong, but it's wah, 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 wah. That's all it is. The entire really time. Really with get low. Yeah, and it get, get, yeah, which is, same song. It. Yeah, so like, turn down for what? You see that, and you're like, okay, this is a fun way to use this. This is what I feel like they were trying to do with Swiss Wish, but then someone along the way got so fucking high that it just derailed. Yeah. I, I just don't understand who the audience for Swiss Wish is. It's an interesting song because it's not millennials. You, when, you, when you look at uh, pop music, right? Both Katy Perry and Taylor Swift, it is just, they are probably two of the best examples in current music landscape that are just the epitome of product produced yep. pop artists where yeah. it's just like this is going to be things there's going to be manufactured beef there's going to be all the shit that everyone always talks about right and when you look at it, i think there's two very different songs two very different videos taylor swift's song is by the fucking numbers it is just the most like, it's a pop song. It's going to be this right. chord, then this chord, then whatever. It's like there's a science to it. Katy Perry's is all over the place in a weird way where it's like there's no consistency in the song, and it feels very disjointed, even just the music. Yeah, I mean, I'll go out on a limb and say that, that song is a bad song. Like, it's, yeah, I just it's don't know good. if it's ever really going to catch on. Like, I know, I'm know i saying that it won't, and again, six months from now, I'm like, swish, swish, but whatever. I'll be singing my fucking song in, in my car will. when no one's looking that's, at me. That's the thing. Katy Perry's a, uh, an enigma in a lot of ways because she's been around for a like her long music, time. Um, but her last couple hits that she or singles she's put out for this new album have like not really hit the mark because they're they're weird. They're like trying to go away from pop and they sample a lot of like 
late 2000. Yeah, what was the song in this one that like it just randomly cuts to a different song for a second? Oh, well, and that's cuts like back. some internet meme bullshit. Okay, fair uh, enough. Uh, but oh, when it, she does the fall, but it oh, sampled, right. the song samples the same sample that uh, Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj's and Drake's Truffle Butter sampled. Oh, right. That song is a year so, or two that's ago. a yeah. fucking hot video. But there's like this trend of is that of, the one about eating the booties. <laughs> yeah, you got uh, keep yeah. it clean. What was it? I forget the line. Go ahead. Sorry. Whatever. Um, there's a trend right now in pop music to go back to like 2008 to 2012 uh, house music and kind of just taking the beat and just Fuck putting it, it out again. Like Drake's One Dance that came out oh, recently yeah. was the exact same thing. And uh, so they do that. And the Katy Perry new song does that. But it's like we just heard another song with the same thing. And this one feels so weird where it's like it seems like the sole purpose of this song existing was to be a diss track to... Taylor Swift for Nikki to talk shit about Remy Ma. And it's like, okay, cool. I get that I see all these pieces coming together. That video happens, and it's like, all right, there's headlines everywhere talking about cameos and whatever, how much of a fucking mess it was. That was the whole point of that song existing, was to just be, to make news, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing I feel like with Taylor Swift, but she's good at making news, but you're also getting what you're also getting a halfway decent song. And I think the video is stunning. Yeah. It's all over the fucking place. It doesn't make really any sense. I don't know really what's going on. I have to watch it five or six more times, but I liked it. It was but cool. It was entertaining designed. and it was fun. Yeah. It's designed in a way yeah. where all of that is meant to be the experience. Sure. Where it is meant for the hardcore Taylor Swift fans to look at it and be like, like, oh my God, I loved it. But then to actually in their heads be like, oh fuck, what was going on? I need to look more into this. Yeah. Thankfully, like CNN wrote an article about it. Great. Breaking it down. Breaking yeah, it I mean, down. I feel like it's one of those videos where you look at it and you're like, is she trying to be deep or am I just getting trolled right now? Like, is there, is, did someone actually have thematically like a start to finish plot, like, or a start to finish document that was like, here's how this is going to flow thematically, and this is the message that we're trying to put, and these are the deep layers of it, and this is the A, B, and C story plot. Or was it just like this? Then she's going to smash a gold Lambo, and there's going to be a fucking Jaguar sitting next to her, and it's going to be hot. And then it's going to break down, and she's going to do this move. You know what she does that shit? Yeah. She like sprawls it out and goes down. Boy, Orgy did it first. Yeah, Boy, Orgy, Boy Orgy did it first. I mean, she the thing about this video is there was nothing that was just like, oh, and then this, and then this. Every it single was all thing. on purpose. I, by the way, I yeah. like this video better than the last one I remember her making, which is the one where she's running around the mansion, like yelling at the guy. Space. I didn't like that video. I was like, okay, it's kind of a boring video. Wild the streams was, was in the jungle. See, Thank I just you. like this one better because it had, again, Crash Lambo, fucking Jaguar, like snakes and shit. There was like a, she did the thing with a fucking thriller callback. It was yeah. dope. It was a cool video. Yeah, it was cool. It's definitely not my favorite of, of her videos, but I do think that it's, it's brilliantly designed, and I got to give them credit for I that. Think it, I, think that, I think that video works perfectly for that song because of what the song was is all the digs that she's making at all those other artists, and that's pretty much what that music video was. It was it the digs she's making at the other artists, or was there also a commentary of all the digs people were making at her? It was both. both. And yeah, yeah, at the, at the end, that was together. the... Right. at the end, was like, yeah, this is, these are all the people that you thought I have, have well, that's, been, well, and well, now I'm just well, a snake person. She's killing her reputation. And all the other people, though. There are... It's not all just Taylor's lineup mm -hmm. again. Like Kim maybe Kardashian's this is deep, man. Maybe we're it is. Shallow. It's, it's so deep. Maybe I'm just shallow, guys. Where where Swish Swish was just a Here's Space a Jam of, ripoff. It was a Space Jam ripoff with a bunch of cameos that I don't even understand who the intended who audience was. I don't know who half the people are. Well, half the people. I mean, there was the girls from Glow were in it. Uh, there was the Stranger Things kid. Uh, there's a bunch of random ass. Oh, like, that was the Stranger Things football kid. players and Here's shit. Here's the thing. I'm not really familiar. Well, the Gronk. The, gr the only thing I laughed at was, it was yeah. the Gronk of when this football season started. But then there's started. a bunch of like internet memes that like. I don't even, there's not one audience for those things. So it's not like it's like, oh man, if you like YouTube, it's a bunch of YouTube stars. Right. It's like, oh, it's, it's the, like if I were going to make that kid. video and I just Googled what was popular all like last year's yeah. and like memes and then I saw a list and I was like, let's just do all of these. Absolutely. The, the kid that won. It was the, missing that je ne sais quoi. The kid that tweeted at Wendy's and was like, yeah. He was oh, in there? Like, yeah. And he's sitting there eating nuggets. Oh. And it's like, 
Really? You're gonna get that dude? I think I, I think this video was what you were talking about, what Taylor Swift was of like, hey, let's just like and then this happens, and then this happens. Yeah, yeah and it's like let's just let's just throw shit out on the wall and see what sticks. Taylor Swift, I I assume someone was like, Hey, let's this is gonna have a deeper meaning with it. Swish Swish was literally that, like, oh, you know what else be funny? If we did this. Right. And there was no point. And if his head explodes, the biggest crime of that video. Is that think of the budget that must have went into that? A right, lot, millions, a fucking shit ton of money. Terry Crews alone, Nicki Minaj, cost 20, $20 million dollars. Couldn't even show up. She's in the song. They're green screened her in. Yeah. Like if you look at that shit, all of a sudden it's the halftime. Well, there's no one in the crowd. Everything turns off. There's some fake ass blue fire coming right. up. She's green screen rapping, and then they do a shitty ass shot of her throwing a ball to Katy Perry, and it's obvious it's not her. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Like, I'm not mad. Her, first off, I love Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Second, I think that was the best part of the thing because her breakdown was actually decent. Well, like her, when she starts it, actually it is rapping, the best part it was of the decent, song, right? For sure. Yeah. And but so it just that, shows holes in even the thought oh, process was, behind the video. Yeah. This is this this is the kind of video like. So I, I follow Joseph Kahn on Twitter, right? And he was talking about like he talks about his work sometimes. And someone asked him, "Hey, like, what? How long did this take you to do?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, we started prepping this back in January. Started shooting. Now we're in post, and hopefully it'll be done by like I think he was like." Yeah, we're still like working on it mm. as we speak. As it, I think this is like two, three days before it was going to go live. I don't know if I'm which one's this? This is this is Taylor Swift's okay. video, right? the new one. And so, like, that's a long fucking time to work on one music video. Like, that's a long. Think about that. That's what are we? Eight, the month eighth? It's like eight months from pre-production to production to post-production. That's a long time to work on a three-minute-long video. So they put a lot of thought and effort into that. Swish, swish. Pretty sure they were like, okay, Katie, stand over there. Throw the ball. Oh, we'll figure that out. We'll make something happen with that. <laughs> Terry Crews, scream. Ha! Good job, Terry Crews. They probably just like reskinned him from his fucking Gold Spice commercials. Remember those things? So I don't know. It just feels like this was not very well concepted out, and then they don't even go fuck. I don't even think Katie Carey gave a fuck about it because she's like, people are still getting millions of views. It's just going to happen, and there'd be some dumb audience that's like, hey, I liked it. It had that fucking meme I like about the internet. <laughs> Internets are cool. Bernie Burns. Uh, the opposite Jesus. side of this, uh, the equation is the fact that, and for a positive thing to end on here, maybe end on, is my favorite band's Weezer. The first time I ever saw Weezer was Buddy Holly, and it was that that was on somewhere, and it was you know the happy mm-hmm. days, and it was like eye catching enough to be like, what the fuck, and walk over and then listen and be like, oh man, like these guys are awesome. I mean, Weezer for me it was the that I don't know the name of the song, but it was the song Gone Fishing, I think. The song keep with fishing. Uh, keep fishing with the the Muppets in the video. Yeah, I'm like this is fucking dope. Yeah, so I bought that album simply because of that green video. album, great one. Yeah, um, Clint Eastwood, the Gorilla song. Yeah, that video blew my mind, and I yeah, was like, All right, I'm now in love with these guys. But yeah, Christina I, I Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle, okay, Britney no. Spears, Baby One More Time, Toxic, Baby One More Time. Don't even fucking talk about that in Mad Light. I know I'm, I'm not. It's no, not a bad no, light. I mean, I mean, this is this is what I'm talking about. Where music videos matter to me was TRL. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like watching shit coming back. Amazon. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. We're all going to watch it. Carson Daly part of it? No, it's a bunch of YouTubers. Carson Daly died. Oh, that's cool. He didn't die. He was 84 years old when he started doing MTV stuff. Now he's dead. Yeah, I I think that music videos are more relevant now than they've ever been. And I think it's because people think of music as music videos. People think when, oh, a new song came out. That means a new music video came out. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, albums were lucky to get more than three music videos per album now well, there was if like, a song was, I mean, doesn't for, have a music video wasn't exist. there a bit of a dip though where it was like no one was figuring out where music videos were going to go and then the internet oh that was a big dip yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, what I'm talking about is from 2012 yeah. I'd even say because they did 2010 they still didn't have the means to oh everyone has a camera Right. Anyone can do anything, right. and so that made, meant DSLRs kind of made that revolution happen. And then once you get to the point where it's Social like media even and all that stuff. nice cameras are not that expensive compared to how, what they used to be, right? So it's like you can have a, like I mean, looking at Macklemore and what he did, his videos looked professional as fuck, and it was just from DSLRs. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and then now you look at the budgets put into his videos and it's insane. I remember watching videos on like iTunes, like before you like you could buy them, they would just have them up there for like all the new songs that came out. That's where I first like started watching yeah. music videos. Hmm. Yeah, I remember for me, it was Cousin Jody. Nope, not Aunt Uncle Scott's daughter. Not Aunt Uncle Scott's daughter. Uh, she would, Bon Jovi videos. She'd come over. She she would babysit Slippery me when she was way. a teen. She would always yeah. have MTV on. I hated it. What's her name? My cousin Jody. Big Bon Jovi fan? Yeah. Okay. Jody was a Bon Jovi fan? Jody and Julie, big Bon Jovi fans. Got it. This is a real thing that happened there. They were all over. Yeah, that's what they did. They've seen him many times in concert. But talking about music videos making you like a song more... How about Gundam style? Okay. 100%. Yeah. That was, that's yeah. the only reason why I like right. that song. Yeah. If oh, I'd have heard that song, I'm like, I don't care about it. But then you see that you got caught up in the phenomenon. Yep. Right. That was Psy. And you're like, whoa, this, be is, nothing this is fucking that intense. And yeah. now that's not shit's beat. It's crazy well, to look at YouTube style. now. Right. You just, when you're talking about records and music videos, Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do is now the fastest viewed video of all time. I think it was like 42 million in its first 24 hours. And I thought that record's getting beaten. All the time. She does it all the time. Another video that really stands Check out to me. I know we're long on this topic, oh. Greg. And you're, you're doing the sign where you're like, stop fucking talking. No, I'm stop rubbing my chest. Get my thing. Uh, the Kanye, what was the Kanye West video? For, was it Power? Yeah. Where it was just one shot. That was a fucking art piece, man. Dude, that was that was the first time I was like, fuck. Like, I liked that song. Then I saw that video and I was like, God, that that's music video fucking is, cool. It's like a third of the song. Is it really? Yeah. Holy shit. It doesn't give a fuck. It's just one verse. <laughs> Zero fucks given, man. Yeah, it's just like, I'm just going to do this because it's fucking cool. Kanye West music videos, some of them are whatever, but like, there are so many of them that are like, these are brilliant. Didn't you do the, is it, the other one he did was one where they're all naked? Like the naked, like wax figures of people. Was that one of his videos? Yeah. Well, he, the famous. That was famous. That was famous, yeah. right? That was weird That's, as fuck. Yeah. Led all this to Or Bound. Business. Bound 2. That yeah, was, uh, Bound 2. Which one was the one where they, they end up being the Thriller Cats at the end? Like they end up being that cats. Fade. <laughs> that video was dope, too. That's Fade. I don't watch music videos. Fucking I up, only bro. watch them because of Tim. Tim goes, hey, you have to watch this. I go, cool. My topic <laughs> Give it to me. comes from Patreon.com, just like Matt did. But this time, <laughs> it was submitted by was Nick born. Frontierio. Frontierio. How do you say that one, Nick? Frontierio. Nick Frontierio on Patreon. Nick writes in and says, I thought it would be a neat topic if you talked about movies that were okay at one time, but couldn't be done today. Or... Just the jokes and stuff. All right, you're not even sure? Frontier. Frontier. Or just the jokes and stuff from movies that the PC culture would find offensive now. Also, if you could figure out a way to make one of these films for today's audience, that would be interesting. I wish I could think of an example off the top of my head. The only thing I could come up with right now is Blazing Saddles. Oh, Blazing Saddles would never fly today. Never. I've only seen Blazing Saddles once. I thought it was funny, but isn't the whole point is it's a satire against racism? Yes. Yes, but I don't know if movie audiences in this culture are oh, oh, going to be okay with that. Okay, because every time, I mean, there's the n word is thrown around like crazy. Right. And I just yeah. feel like by the third time, people are like table gets flipped over. Fuck you guys, you can't gotcha. say this shit. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But, I mean, Blazing Saddles is a genius film, and don't get me wrong, like I, I, it's it's held in high regard across the board. I don't know that you could be as edgy with that film these days. Mm-hmm. Even if the honest. point, sorry, even if the one. Go for it. I want to hear what you're going to be honest about. Even if the point, though, was to lambast racism, you don't think you get away yes, with this? Yes, I don't think so. No. I don't think the audience would understand that it's satire and that they, they, that they would still I think be they offended would about it, it. But I think they would choose to be offended. Yeah, yeah by they it. would still be offended. Is what I was yeah. always trying I mean, to say. Just, still, they wouldn't care. Here comes Kev. This was a little bit more serious, but Django, like, there, there was a big movement against, like, oh, they say the N word way too many times, but 
It still happened. I think at the end, it still happened, and people love so that movie. that's kind of my point. Is Honestly, I feel like this topic, there'll be a lot of things that we can bring up. I truly believe any of these movies could happen today. I think, yeah. People, I don't think they could happen be exactly more, like they happened I, back then. I think they could happen exactly like they did. I think that, that, that people are going to be outraged about it, and they're going to write their fucking BuzzFeed blogs mm-hmm. about it. That doesn't mean that they can't happen. Well, that's the topic, though. That he's saying, how if you were to do these movies, which ones would people like be rightfully outraged over, or like what, what or unrightfully? Like, oh, they're remaking. Well, how, like, people, one of the, people are going to be outraged about literally everything. What I'm course. saying, I think that any of these movies, any movie you guys name, I think could come out today. My pick is Soul Man from 1986. Wikipedia uh, synopsis is Mark Watson is is the pampered son of a See, rich Thomas family Howell, who God is who is about to attend Harvard Law School along with his best friend Gordon. Unfortunately, his father's neurotic psychiatrist talks his patient into having more fun for himself instead of spending money on his son. Faced with the horrifying prospect of having to pay for law school by himself, Mark decides to apply for a scholarship, but the only suitable one is for African Americans only. He decides to cheat by using tanning pills in a larger dose than perceived. I'm sorry, sorry in a larger dose than prescribed to a appear as an african-american watson then sets out for harvard naively believing that blacks have no problems at all in american society i don't not i there's no way so somebody would movie, get behind so that picture that movie could be made if it were reversed I yeah think. i think if well, it were white reversed, chicks if it yeah it's white chicks basically yeah, i right. think that even nowadays like the, you going under this guise white chicks couldn't be made couldn't be made today because I feel like the maybe not. So maybe not. I mean, let's be all, I, th- I feel like you're taking good and good and good couldn't be made as I, I'm saying no studio would back that. That's not a movie that would be made. Clearly, you could go to Patreon, you could fund it yourself, yeah, well, you could do it. But I mean, I'm going farther than that. Where I'm just saying that I feel like people wouldn't make it because they're like, oh man, it's going to get too much backlash. It's like, yo, if you're going to push this shit through, push this shit through. You're just not going to stand by that because you don't want to deal with people not liking it. Just there's more people able to be vocal about not liking the things. Sure, and that's on you to stand by if you think that this is funny enough. And that you need to find that audience that's going to think it's funny. Or else you can't back up your own shit and you shouldn't do it. Sure. I think I, mean, I think Greg's point is... I, so I walk in and I'm like, I love this movie. I love this idea, right? It's, gonna be about, it's, it's a remake of Soul Man, right? We're going to take the whitest person you can find. And he's going to pretend like he's black. And he's going to almost go as far as to do blackface. And it's going to be hilarious. No studio exec in this climate would be like, here is... Five dollars for that movie. They're just not going to back that movie. It's not going to happen. It's just not happening in this day and age because they know that is going to be so much shit that if people catch wind, take a look at what's happening with uh, the new Slave series on on HBO. That mm-hmm. shit's getting canceled right. before it's even fucking coming out. No, it hasn't right. been canceled. It's getting very it's, 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 yeah, it's getting real close it's to them close. being like, this is no, not no. worth the shit. People heat are we're talking for about this. it for oh, two days. It's not, that doesn't mean it's getting canceled. Confederate, real quick, sorry, is the one that what if the Confederates won the war? Right. Right. Okay, right. Okay. And then is it modern day, similar to like High in the Man, high, man in the High Castle, or is uh, it? I yeah, think we're supposed to be. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. We're going to our third civil war, I think. Okay. See. I mean, we'll, like, we'll see. I'm saying I'm not saying it's it's getting canceled. I'm saying at some point the HBO execs but, got in a room with like. What and the so fuck here's where I and this, then, this right? is all this is all personal values, obviously, and everything else, and that's why this is always so thing. But on the weighted scale, right? What the pitch that I just heard on Confederate, the Confederacy won the the, right. the Civil War. Uh, it's in modern day. We're about to go into our third civil war. Sounds like a fascinating piece of fiction. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I would love Sounds to like read that or watch that. Exactly, right. exactly. Soul Man. Sounds 2017 18. Yeah. Sounds like why the fuck are you putting anyone in blackface? Like right. we know that's bad. We know that offends right. everybody. Now again, Tim, I, I see both sides. I see your your point too, right? If it's funny enough and done tastefully enough and well enough and it's satire, it can be done. No, right. my, it absolutely to, can be done. To be, be clear, done. the only point that I'm making is the people that the 
uh, outrage culture when really the problem is the people that get outraged at outrage culture. That is where I'm coming oh, from. Oh, no, yeah, where everyone's going like, to outraged by everything doesn't but, matter. But, right. but the real problem, what Kevin's saying is like that was two days of people being upset and then yeah. it was over with. But the question but, but but the, the question show is, wasn't canceled. Right, but the question is, the, every week, there was another one this week about whitewashing, right? We talked about that, right? Oh, yeah. That well, is, uh, that's what we're talking about. And well, I'm sure we'll go into that. Like one of my examples is you can't have Long Duck Dom anymore. That's not going to be a character. Handles. You yeah. can't have, you can't have Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany playing which a Japanese upset. Is can you not do that when you look at movies? There's still characters like that. Where to this but day, we'll no, be in the theater. I, like, I can't believe I they're say, doing this. Well, in my opinion is no. I don't think you can because I think. I think as filmmakers, as Hollywood, as as a progressive, you you have a moral obligation to not paint people in that light. But so here's the I thing: I think you cannot James do that. James Bond anymore. is a perfect example where I feel like I would bring up James Bond as an example. You can't yeah. do that anymore. But then you watch what was the last one? Spectre. Spectre, and they did it. They right. did it in but 2016. It didn't do well, and a lot of people gave him shit for that, myself included. Right. So there, that doesn't matter. Though. And real quick, as somebody who didn't see Spectre, what he slaps girls in the butt and he's like, "Get out of here, as man talk." Or no, what he it? just gets really creepy with Monica Bellucci, and then yeah, it's, like, he it's gets a very like, weird scene where it's kind, it's kind of rapey. Yeah, like rapey. pushes her and against the wall kind of rapey, and kind of, yeah. Yeah, sure, no, but sure. that was that was a scene. You that can I had remove a the kind, of, right? yeah. and that's a scene that I would argue if I were a filmmaker, I'd be like, I would fight to not have this scene in here because yeah. in this day and age, and people are smarter, people have progressed beyond this. We don't need this. Is not uh, the symbol of masculinity anymore to me, right? This is not the macho hero anymore. A guy that walks into a room and can fuck anyone that he wants right off the bat because he's James Bond. That doesn't fly with me anymore. We're, we have, I think that we've progressed but beyond that point. But it was in a major movie that came out that was funded by a studio and they didn't take it out. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because so it has it a lineage. It, it, anything can happen. That's again, going back to the point is sh- like, what what would people react over react to and should we be doing this like should it be remade what can be remade does that make sense like i think greg's point is 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 kind of where i'm coming from this of like if i were a studio executive would i have greenlit that scene in inspector probably oh. thinking okay it's james bond and now seeing it would i do it again in the next one no you better goddamn believe they're probably not going to have another scene like that I don't in the next it. james bond i don't believe it I don't. Why would I believe that? When, well, I, when we see Transformers too, and it has these racist ass characters. That's another one of those. But they get, went away, didn't they? Yeah, they went away. But that, they went away because to sell more toys because they needed other ones. They didn't go right. away because oh, they because were racist. people were mad. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I think the worst part about that James Bond thing was that it leading up to the movie and when she was cast they're like oh she's like the oldest Bond girl she's so like stunning and see how like this woman can still you know like put her presence in this movie you know and act you know old can be still be sexy all that kind of stuff and then in the movie she's practically raped you know that's just not Mm -hmm. a good look I I mean it's easy right yeah yeah. and everyone knows it's skeezy and I think that's the the sort of the heart of what we're talking about here is like I just feel like I mean, again, it's me. Everyone's different. And we have a very big country, very diverse country. There's 318 million Americans here. People are going to have their own opinions of this, right? But to me, as a James Bond fan, I'm like, I expect a little bit more than that. Like, that's not suave. That's not debonair. That's not charming. That is just you taking everyone's expectation of what James Bond's supposed to be and exploiting it for this one scene that BT dubs didn't service the movie no, no, at all. all. He could have walked in, saved her life, and be like, let's have a conversation. Why did he have to fuck her? And it could have right. been consensual. And it, <laughs> right. it didn't even need to be consensual. It was, I just saved your life. They were going to kill you. I just saved your life. Tell me what's going on with your husband. Cool. Awesome. Right. That's all it had to be. 
But instead, he like pins her up against the wall. And he's like, uh, Daniel Craig. And poor Daniel Craig, you can see it. He's like, poor oh, Daniel Craig. Daniel I don't Craig even want to be doing this. Fuck. You can right. see it. Like, oh, I can do this fucking scene. This is terrible. It's probably another reason why he doesn't want to do the role anymore. I'm putting words in his mouth now. But now, now <laughs> he's, he's going to write it. And he's going to be like, no, Nick, you're right. No, you're, you're right. right. You're right. right. But he's in the chat I, right I have now. to imagine that that's frustrating for him, like having to play that same fucking role over and over again and not having people go like, hey, man, it ain't 1965 anymore. It is 2017. Maybe this character needs a little bit of an update and to be a little bit more sensitive to what's going on in the world. I got a long list of these, by the way. Oh no! Well, I mean, like that's Go the thing, and I, I like, and I feel like that's where these scales come in. What right. we're talking about is, I feel like we've talked about it before on this show, right? Of like, f- fiction should be able to be created and exist, but then it's you get to make your opinion on it. Like, it shouldn't be killed in its cradle necessarily, right? Unless it's like, well, no, I don't even know. Well, like, we're way in the weeds, right? So, Soul Man versus you right. know anything else you want to do or whatever. But like, I, I put honorable mentions in because I think Soul Man is the movie I look at where I'm like that can't exist. I googled around. I saw this uh, Breakfast at Tiffany. I've never watched Breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's. And then it's like, yeah, it's Andy Rooney, right? Andy Mickey Ro- Rooney, Mickey yeah. Rooney, Mickey Rooney, and he's like playing this Asian guy. You're like, all right, cool. And you watch it, like, holy it's Mr. Fucking- Yoshi is his name. I wrote it down here, and that's one of the biggest like. That is one of the cinema the, sins. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. because it didn't service anything. It had there was no reason other than they were like Mickey Rooney is a very popular person. Yeah, he's going to be playing this the Japanese man, Mickey Rooney being super yeah. white, and that yeah. being the joke of it. Like It'd that be, was the yeah, point. The joke was to make fun of Japanese Abs- people. Absolutely, and it's the same way. Like my growing up, my dad loved, uh, or I, I, I assume he still does. I don't know, but he grew up with them too. The Charlie Chan movies. Are you familiar yeah. with these? These yeah. d- detective movies or whatever? And like, you're watching, like, is that, I was like, is that the lead guy, the, is Charlie Chan a white guy pretending to be, and like, my dad's like, yeah, I'm like, that's really weird. They wouldn't yeah. make that it's anymore. Uh, but strange. like, more, uh, honorable mentions, things that wouldn't fly of it. The first thing that came to mind off of that was a uh, Short Circuit's non Indian Indian man. You remember this? Fisher Stevens or whatever? Oh, right. Who's he basically. No, he wasn't Indian. And the problem is we were both young and stupid. Yeah, I think I now we would see right through it if we watched it. But yeah, at the time, was he just a white you don't fucking know. Indian. Yes. No, he's, he's a white man in brown face pretending to be Indian there, too. Yeah, that's not good. And, it's, and that brought up recently, I don't know if you've seen this, there, the problem with Apu, the True TV documentary or whatever. For Apu from The Simpsons. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Abu? No, Apu. Is that what his name is? From Simpsons. Yeah, so I'm okay. saying oh, yeah. it perfect. Who's the monkey in yeah. Aladdin? Thank you. Yes, there you Thank go. Thank you. Yeah. This fall, True TV is releasing comedian Hari... Uh, Khan Dabulu, uh, Simpsons documentary, The Problem with the Pooh, which will explore the cultural impact of the t- of the show's most prominent Indian character. Uh, it's the same thing where I, you don't think about it, or at least I don't think about it, because Simpsons was forever ago, and I don't mm-hmm. watch it. Right. But I remember watching it and being like, oh, okay, Pooh's Indian or whatever. And he's done by uh, Hank Azaria or whatever is his voice or whatever. <laughs> and it's this thing of, it's you know obviously the director of this is Indian. And right. I saw, watched the trailer for it, and he's talking to all these other Indian actors and how like a Pooh has set them so far back in this and not maybe just a poo but he's the shining example of when they go out on a casting call what they want from okay do do an sure, accent sure. do this you're a taxi driver this mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm going through and doing all these different things and the guy who's making the movies like it sucks because i li- i love the simpsons but this is like ruining it and nobody sees that there's a problem hassan minaj if i'm not mistaken has a great is he the one that 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 tried to be in deadpool he was trying to be the, the taxi driver in deadpool Oh, was he? I, I don't know the story. Oh, fuck, I can't remember. I mean, it was either Hassan or someone else. Someone else uh, was talking about that, and they were like, how they went in for the audition, and they were he they they told him specifically like, don't do the Indian accent, don't do it. He's like, but I can do it, or whatever. and they're like, don't do it. And then he didn't get the role. And then the guy that got the role is like the stereotypical cab yeah. driver. Indian. And this is the same. This is a big part of um, Masters of Master of None. Yeah, and that like season one when season two, when yeah. Aziz is still going out on roles, it's the exact same yeah. thing where they go to these things. And, What's up, Joey? 
Oh, okay. Well, that's it. That's all. It's just one quick segment. Yeah, I guess what you're really talking about is like, is it, I guess what we're boiling it down to is like, is it okay to still make fun of cultural stereotypes, right? And this is something that I see in comedy all the time in stand-up where you'll see people that do that and you're like, oh, like maybe that's just what I'm bringing to the table, but I cannot stand up on stage in good conscience and be like, I'm going to do a stereotypical Japanese accent right now to make fun of Japanese people. Like, I just don't, that, that's, there is a, that sucks the air out of the room whenever someone tries to do that. Again, I'm doing comedy in the most liberal place on the fucking planet sure. right now, which is San Francisco. So every single person in there, in the back of their minds, like, oh, when's, when's this motherfucker going to trip up so I can be, like, judgy, right? right? I understand that. I get it. Um, again, having said that, to your point, if someone does it and they fucking nail it and everyone in the audience is on board with it, then it suddenly becomes okay. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's on the person that's doing the art to, yeah. like, own it and to believe in it. And if people don't laugh, then they don't laugh. And it's like, all right, well, fuck you guys then. Right, right. I'm going to take this somewhere else and find that audience of people that do but, like And that's it. the thing. Some of the, some of the uh, the movies that did this were actually doing that, right? Some of the movies back in the day that were doing this, were they were subtle veiled commentaries on a lot of things. Like one of the ones I had on my list was The Toy, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a movie, I don't know if you remember this or not. It's Richard Pryor yeah. and a rich white kid. No, rich white guy. It's isn't rich it white, Jackie well, it's Gleason? Jackie Gleason, but yeah, it's, yeah. he buys Richard oh. Pryor for his kid gotcha. as, a, as a toy. And obviously, the entire thing is is basically a, com- a social commentary on on slavery and on, on you know what it, what it's like to be black in America in the eighties. Um, and Richard Pryor, I don't think would have done that movie otherwise, you know. But a lot of people look back on that now and go, "That can't get done. That, that's there's no way that could be yeah, done." Yeah, because then there's other things that are just straight up just racist, like Dumbo, you know. When oh, yeah, the, the crows, yeah, the crows, crows, where their leaders literally named Jim Crow, and it's Oof. like. Like, what? But it's that's just it was a different time. Then. Times, and yeah. because thing people were openly racist then mm-hmm. in a way that open racists are not, you know, given a high five these days. Right. You know? Uh, it's not that it doesn't happen still, but it's not as openly accepted, which is the whole point of this thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like looking at I think even as uh close to now as the nineties, when any Adam Sandler movie, any Rob Schneider movie. So many of the jokes in that are just making fun of minority groups. Oh, all the whatever they are. are, whether it's a uh, race or level of handicap or whatever it is, it's just ridiculous that like they make these jokes. But they were funny, and that was the climate then. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not that they couldn't happen now; it's just that there's not an audience to support that shit because people don't think that's funny. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, and I'm you'd like, like to think we've matured, right? I think that's a part of it. You know what I mean? I, I think it's not funny because you start to think of other people's emotions and hum- the humanity of your fellow person, right? And that's the thing where I think, for uh, what the from the document or for the trailer for the problem with the poo, that's what it really stands out to me as, right? Of for me growing up in the suburbs of Chicago, you know, with my parents and other mm-hmm. white people around me, like I don't know any Indian people, so to see a poo on TV while he's not really Indian, but also portraying like, here's what Hinduism is, right? And here, here's Mm. how this works. And here's who I am. And I have a family and I'm trying to get me. And like, it was a thing of like, Oh, that is positive, but negative in the same sense, which is weird. Although, which is the weirdest thing though, is like, when I think of a poo from the, from the Simpsons, I think of, he's like the one character that that does have his shit together. Yeah. No, he runs a business and he's great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's horrible human beings. Yeah, exactly. No, No, but I'm right there with you. Right. And that, and I think that's why when people start going like, Oh, I don't understand what all this whitewashing stuff is. Like, I understand that art is art and, and, and the person who's making the art has the, like he gets, he or she gets to dictate what is in that. But there is also something you said of saying like, look, you have the opportunity to make like make something without taking something away from someone, right? You have the, uh, I'm glad you beat me, which is hilarious because I was going to pee after this. Um, you have the opportunity to go like, hey, 
do we need to make this joke? Does this joke not like need to be a, 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 a like poking fun at the Indian stereotype, or can we actually cast an Indian person in this? And is that going to deter from what we're trying sure. to make? You know, hey, real quick, and that's what you have to ask yourself. Real quick, I like him. He's good. Yeah, he's, he's doing really good on the Should show. We kill him when he comes back. No, why? Yes. Oh, okay. no. I thought that's where your brain. No, no I just want to say I really like him. I, you know, I'll somebody, never tell him to his face. I just the, the, these type enough. of like the jokes or the movies or whatever it is you want to call it. I think what it really comes down to is what, what you were saying about the, the Richard Pryor movie where it's like it, what, there was a parody there and there's some level of social commentary and people can say there's social commentary literally. Anything. Sure. So it's like it's not like that makes it okay. But for me growing up in San Francisco growing up in a uh, dominantly Chinese environment it was always the if someone made a Chinese joke being around my Chinese friends th- when I would laugh and they would laugh is when there was a layer to it, when it was like making a joke that was understanding of the culture. But when someone's punchline was Ching Chong, yeah, mm. then you're just making fun of like, well, that, you, that the joke is the people then. Yeah. And that's a, that's a question I always, like I ask myself a lot where I'm like, where, like, where is the end of that? Right. Cause at a certain point we do the, the like, as a person who is doing stand up comedy, as a person who's making jokes, like you could pick apart any single one of my jokes that I make and have a problem with it. Right. Be like that. I, I'm going to get offended at this because of that. And so that's something I think about a lot. I don't have an answer for it, which is like, obviously you go back and watch like any Eddie Murphy stand up special from the eighties and 90% of that shit. People would just be like, no, dude, you cannot fucking talk about gay people like that. You can't talk about like uh, mentally handicapped people like that. It's just not going to fly. Right. Um, so at a certain point, like I, I do wonder, I'm like, as a person getting into comedy 10 years from now, where, what is going to be? Like, what are we, we as comedians, able to talk about and make fun of? My thing is, I think you're able to talk, and this goes up to my argument, is you're able to talk about anything as long as you stand by it and that you really do think it's funny. You're not just getting mad because they're mad at you, right? right? You you just said it so well yourself that you think about everything you say. Good, right? Right, but You should but, take every single joke that you have and think about it from every perspective that you possibly can to maximize who is how can I make the most people think that this joke is funny? Sure, sure. Little tweaks can go so far sure. to then in ten years when people look back at what you're doing, you're gonna have a massive audience of people that think you're funny. But at the same time, it's hard not to feel like the the subject matter and the field of play is narrowing. Right. But it's not if you just own it. Because I feel like Eddie Murphy, I mean, he's turned into something different in the last couple of decades. But if he were to come up and still do the same jokes and still do them the way he did, if he owned that. It's funny that he's saying those things well, that maybe. are inappropriate. Ch- Chappelle but just did a, two Netflix specials, one that had jokes that he's been doing for a long time. And that, it felt inappropriate, but yeah. it was funny because it was Chappelle doing it. It didn't feel like, ooh, you shouldn't be saying it these days. It felt no, like, I still, man, I, like you're, you're funny and you're owning this, and it's funny because you're Yes, but I, I mean, I watched the Chappelle specials, the, the, the two that came out, and there was some stuff in there that I was like, okay, you're a little out of touch. Like, we've moved beyond this as me personally, I don't think that's funny anymore because I've moved beyond that. Maybe it's because when I watched Killing, Killing Himself, it was back in like 2002 when I was 22. Uh, actually, I take that back. I went back and watched Killing Him Softly recently. It's a fucking brilliant special. That I think was just a much better written special. And I think Chappelle was on point in that. I think now he's fallen off a little bit as far as like, I just don't think he, I think he took that break and he, and he needs to build steam coming back. So I'm interested to see what the third part of that special is going to be. Is there a third part? Yeah, I think he's doing three. Because oh, the, the two of them, one of them I thought was really good and one of them right. was really bad. I think, he, I, I could be completely wrong. I may have just made that up. But I think he's doing a third one in that series. I well, then maybe I'm wrong. Um, but I look at those and I'm like, I, I feel like he's a little, he's someone who got big, got rich, burned out, walked away from it, came back to it, expecting the game to be the same and the game changed. And I, there is some stuff that he talked that he says in that, that I'm like, I'm not, it's not that it wasn't funny. I'm just disappointed because I go back and watch killing him softly. I'm like, fuck, that was so for the time, so funny. And so 
coming at that that part of the world from a different perspective, like your life from a different perspective, and really turning that all on its head. Just really smart comedy. And then you watch the newer ones, and you're like, oh man, he's just calling people trannies. Like I don't, I don't really fucking need that, man. Like that's not smart. That's not clever. That's not a commentary. And what you're talking about is adding depth to your comedy and having layers of people going like, wow, I just laughed at that. And asking themselves, why did I just laugh at that? Or what's so important about me laughing at that? What does that say about me? What does it say about you? What does that say about the world? These observational things that this comedian is trying to make. What's that? Or it's shock value. Like, I feel like hearing Chappelle there say, is shock say the things, it's sure. like, oh, shit. And I feel like South Park is the master of that, of mm. the shock and awe of but we're see, seeing something so fucked up. But yeah. then there's the there is always the deeper message. Yeah, there but that's, that's the thing about South Park. That's brilliant is because South Park is actually... On the on a surface level, the stupidest fucking thing you're ever gonna go. It is shock and awe value, right? But it is one of the deepest fucking shows ever made. Utterly brilliant, and it's genius, and it can be genius because it's very topical. Um, I don't know. I've got a long list, but I feel like we're going. I mean, <laughs> Costa, what are your other highlights? Another, another thing for me that I just want to say is that what we're talking about reminds me of Eminem. Like one of my favorite rappers of all time, no matter what trash he ends up putting out, no matter how bad it ends up getting, he will still be one of the best to ever do it. Mm-hmm. But then I look back and I listen to his first four albums even and i'm like horrified at oh yeah sure, sure, oh, yeah. sure sure and it's like they're still technically amazing his rhyme schemes are still on point like the way he would put things together was just it's unmatched however it's like whoa you couldn't say this shit now but it's like but you could people still do people always do there's just not an audience for it people wouldn't buy m albums if he was you know dropping slurs left and right sure but he still kind of does and people still do kind of buy well, yeah there's a lot of people in uh yeah, there's a lot of people that probably would be in touch with some of those messages too, unfortunately. A um, couple movies that I, cause I actually looked through this and there's a bunch of lists online, so I'm not going to say that I came up with a lot of these off the top of my head because I didn't come up with any of them. Um, <laughs> none of them. I mean, uh, some of these movies like Overboard, I knew. Um, obviously, Bl- Overboard, Blazing- Overboard, an old one. Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell basically she's a, she's a rich woman, right, on a yacht. He's working on it. Right. She falls overboard and loses her memory and he's like, we were married. Right. You know, okay. Basically kidnaps her for a Gosh. good four weeks before they find her. But then they fall. She falls in love with him. He falls Great in love movie. With him. Great Although movie. I don't know. See, that's one of those that I think of I'm like that's super creepy. But I think that could be made funny today. Are they? Aren't they remaking it? Isn't that the thing? I think they're remaking. I think you were talking about they're remaking. Splash. My apologies. Splash. My apologies. All right. Um, okay. Another one that that uh, popped out to me was, and this was on a list, and I didn't think about this. Like I saw it on a list, and I was like, no way. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, interesting. True lies, because it paints the way it paints Muslims is like so unbelievably stereotypical like no way they make the terrorist they still are in movies they still are always the terrorist like that's i mean that's now when you have a muslim comedian or again i think it might even be in master of none they're like we're just gonna be the terrorist why do we have to do that you talk to like um ah maz jabrani i think has a bit about it in his stand-up special too the same way oh it's great yeah he's he's hilarious dude yeah Um, but that no that is that is the sad it's still the sad thing right of like in the same way like in the 80s, the Russians were always the villain. Now it's that. Muslim. Yeah. Middle Eastern. You're the terrorist. Radical Islam. Yeah, yeah. And I feel um, like we've gotten a little bit better at it, but I'm also a 34-year-old white guy who plays a golf game at night. So who knows what's happening you out play there for great other people. Golf game I do. And you're good at it. Thank you. couple notable uh, other ones that I wanted to just bring up and, to, and actually ask, because I don't know. These are ones that I'm like, I think they could be remade, but it's interesting. The subject matter is interesting. Certain things have to change. Weird science. Two dudes get together to make their perfect girl. And she's yeah. smoking hot. You could do that again. I think yeah. you could too. Because and then this because some of these are like the reason we br- I brought up that I found some of these on the list because I just fundamentally disagree. I think 
the the Keller that brought character in that is the strongest character in the entire thing. They make, they make this dream character right. of a girl who's supposed to be like just for her looks, and she ends up being a fucking super genius that like yeah. helps these dipshit fucking nerds. Well, that out of well, I mean, the thing you're leaving out in case somebody doesn't know weird science is that they're losers in whatever sophomore junior high school right. they're high school kids yeah. and so yeah they they whip up this supermodel or whatever who yeah can grant wishes and is awesome and like yeah is in control of all the situations i think you get away with that i mean i think this goes back to the fact that when it comes to all of the why can or can't you do these things like there's certain things on the list that we think about and i think that there's just certain things that are more taboo than others yeah and as time goes on it's like one thing will be like, well, this is worse than that, so we can't do that. So as you look at it now, I think that sexism is still not that bad. Still okay. Yeah, you know, in terms of general pass. public scale right. popular opinion, sexism right. still hasn't hit that point where it's like, oh, you can't say gay, right? Like if you uh, say gay now, that that's like you're bad. You're still allowed to fight somebody if they say they're feminist, basically right now. Well, th- oh, I'm not a feminist. In, I, 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 feminist I, 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 into yeah. it is that's a that's a layer that like complicates things, but just the sexism of it of building your perfect woman mm-hmm. like that not everyone not everyone agrees that that is bad well i think again i think that could be done and done in such a way that's brought up to modern times and it would be it would be joking about that right and i think they get a little bit of a pass because they, they were sophomores in high school and they're boys well that's the thing you know? they're and sexually charged and that was the thing too that was the they always point of it right didn't they want to fuck lisa but they couldn't yeah, they or couldn't something there's some rule there were two no they were just oh no she brought him in the, she brought him in the shower that's right and they, and they were, were like yeah, yeah, and, yeah, that yeah. Was, and that was the commentary there was like these guys find they, they get oh, what they want they had their prepubescent like dream girl there and it's so intimidating to them shower it's fun, she says. Right? Yeah, she's like, they, they end know. up actually going for the, just the girls that are nice girls. Exactly, exactly. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. could totally be made. Um, Greg, one that you mentioned was Revenge of the Nerds. Fuck yeah. Revenge of the Nerds on the surface could, and, and probably will be remade in our lifetime. I feel like they, they won't have Lewis totally uh, pretend to be a girl's boyfriend and rape her in the, and, not, and it not like rape like she's fighting back. She she thinks she's having again, sex again, with rape her. Rape is rape. <laughs> I know, but I mean, again, I'm try- what's so hard about these films is like, Revenge of the Nerds, everyone knows what I'm talking about. No, they don't, right? Of like, he steals the outfit that matches right. her boyfriend's outfit and right. goes into the, the, the bounce house the yeah, bounce on the moon. Right. They have sex, and at the end, he comes up and takes off the mask, and she's like, oh, it was to you. Are all nerds yeah. this good at sex? Like, that's not the reaction <laughs> yeah. you have when, when you've been violated by a stranger. Dude, when I was a kid, Unless yeah. it was watching Revenge good. of the Nerds, Apparently. I remember seeing the whole movie and being like, this is awesome. And I me- I distinctly remember seeing that scene, yeah. not being able to vocalize it, but being like, I'm pretty sure this is wrong. Yeah. Like, I don't think you're supposed to do this. Well, I mean, and it, then he gets away with it, and I was like, it's no, pa- I don't it's think part I of still <laughs> think that's bad. That's the thing about what's so weird about me, and also, uh, from my own perspective of the 80s and coming of age there or whatever, is the way that the way sexuality is handled. Yeah. When you actually get old enough and have sex and have a partner and have all these things, like, it's such a vulnerable, intimate thing. But the way movies handle it, where it's like, if... I just had sex with some random person and came up and was like, it was me all along. Like, out they would fucking, yeah. yeah, exactly. Whatever you want. She and it's the same the one. My reve- I have Revenge of the Nerds here. It's the same way that, like, the nerds break in for a panty raid about that. at the sorority <laughs> I'm house. Like, I'm like, as I watching it as a kid, nothing else registered except for that last part. They break yeah. in to do a panty raid <laughs> at the, ho- the sorority house, which is weird it's enough, but I girl. guess did happen at least once, because that's like the whole like... Panty raid, sure. Yeah, frat... frat at least so, once. Well, you know, it feels like an urban <laughs> legend thing that that's yeah, something people talked about. based on some Who reality. the fuck ever did that? And everybody was like, that's just can, boys being boys. Can you imagine if some dipshit frat house was like, we're going to bring back the panty... They would get fucking... 
blast. Now again, if yeah. you are if destroyed. you are listening to, or watching this show not having watched Revenge of the Nerds, the panty raid not even the most offensive no, thing. No. The panty raid was a smoke screen <laughs> a red for the other nerds to break into the attic, <laughs> saw holes in the roof, and put cameras in their bedrooms and bathrooms. Oh my god! Then they go back to their nerd fraternity house and watch on closed circuit TV these women naked in the shower mm. with each other comparing. Bra- it's like kids are smart. They were something, all right. They were. They, they would all be fucking thrown away See, right now. Is, thrown in jail. Thrown in jail. When I was a kid, the reason why that maybe didn't register was because there was it was it was like overload because the whole point of it was like the, leading up to the joke about Bush. We've got Bush. Remember yeah. that? And that was the first time I think as a child I'd ever seen uh-huh. a naked woman. Like, yeah. I'd ever seen pubic hair, and I remember just not. Even, I don't even think my brain. It just went boo. You know what I mean? Like it was so much stimuli that it just, just fucking. Well, I mean, and that's like, the thing is, it's, it, it was like, an '80s movie, '80s movie aimed at kids who just wanted to see tits. Tits. And on top of it, it was the fact that the nerds were the downtrodden. Right. We were rooting for them to get past the alpha betas we who were assholes. Yeah. And these, of course, were the alpha betas like girls or whatever. But the it's pies. A, it's but the now. Same. To add even more into this of what how fucked up this was during the panty rain, they break in, they put cameras in. Lewis takes a photo of Betty who is naked. This is the same woman he will eventually rape in the moon house. Right. Takes a photo of Betty that's scumbag. naked. Then at the carnival, whatever, to raise money they to do whatever. They sell pies and they have a line around the block and the outfit is like, why are these people? They go over and they steal a pie. They ogre eats it. It's just whipped cream sprayed into a, t- a pie tin. And at the bottom of the pie tin is the naked photo of Betty or whatever. I think her name is Betty. Yeah, that Lewis took who will then go on. I think rapes her at that same carnival. Yeah, I think that was that was moments. And it's like <laughs> like none of that. That whole plot line would have to be ripped away and thrown away and never yeah. is like, all right, you know, we got to draw some things. See, I think the only way that movie gets remade. And we talked about this in the airport, right? right? Is if you flip those. What if it was the, right. the nerds were the girls sorority. and they went into and they did right. the they take some pictures of dicks. Because I feel like right now, right. and this is going back to what you're saying, right? You do that, it's funny enough for people that it doesn't register that's the same shit that they did before. But you're like, right. oh, it's girls taking pictures of dicks. That's funny, right? <laughs> we, can, we can get away with that and now, then 10 years from now we're like dude that fucking remake of Reds yeah. and Nerds totally inappropriate and that's the thing is totally that that's what would happen and like, but I don't even know if you would right now granted this is held to a higher standard but that Batman Harley Quinn movie's out right mm-hmm. and it's just getting ripped apart everywhere and one of the pieces I read ripping it apart was the fact that and I haven't seen it so I, I really don't have judgment but based on the description at one point, like, have you? The thrust is that Batman and Nightwing have to work with Harley or whatever, right? And they're running around doing stuff. At one point, Nightwing wakes up and he's like tied to the bed, and Harley's on him naked, and she's like, "We should have sex." And at first, he's like, "No," but then he's like, "All right, fine," and they fuck. But it's like reverse those roles of like the woman wakes yeah. up tied to the bed, you and there's a naked DC Spectre. animated movies like Killing Joke. The great point. That's half. a great right. point. That's and that's the thing is, we all get we get on him about it. Like, I, I don't even know. I think if we remade Revenge of the Nerds and some girls eating the pie and it's Zac Efron's cock and balls, I think somebody would be, someone would be like, oh, I don't know, that's what's going to fly. See, I think based on our reaction to it, they got a good three years they can get away with that joke. Three years until that. they can get Zac, until Zac Efron's dick is not fucking funny close up Zac Efron's cock and balls. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like we'd be okay with that because I feel like at least for 
just the 80s in general, guys have it coming. We got payback coming as far as like being objectified by women. And I think, first off, dicks are funny. We can all agree with that. Second off, imagine just a girl eating a bunch of whipped cream and she just sees that sweet, nasty Zac Efron dick. I, 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 that's like one of those things. If we, we have a lot. laughing. You can't it's, see it. We have the cameras. We have the cameras. I talk yeah. all the time about yeah. wanting to do my Kingdom Come trailer. Yeah. What another thing I would love to do is just let's recreate that scene. Oh, where the one the girl whose ogre walks back and she's eating the bite like how is it? It's good. Was well, it good or is it great? It's good. Oh, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. that's just a close up of Zac Efron's cock. <laughs> Zac Efron, we need to get you on the hook yeah, for the cocky balls here. Zac <laughs> Don't do that, please. <laughs> do not do that, please. Um, I'll tell you uh, a movie that I think needs to be remade because I think it was a little before its time. Is PCU? Do you guys remember this movie? Yeah, of course I do. Jeremy, Jeremy Piven. Piven. It's a movie about David uh, Spade. The, I think it was like Pacific Central University or whatever. But it's but meant it to be political, politically correct university. university. Mm. And uh, it was a movie about an intern, or, or sorry, excuse me, prefrosh, 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 who was going in to look at this school uh, to see if he wanted to go there or not. And every group on the school was a radical. Pre- I mean, it's a precursor to social justice warrior, but that's what they were. So it was like uh, the radical feminists, uh, like like th- that type the of radical group. preppies, the radical like preppies, yeah. It the was radical, the extreme. Like, of every click every single click right and it was basically like everything got protested everything (laughs) that happened got protested there was all there were protests to protest right at one point the and and the fresh of course falls in uh, pre-fresh falls in with the group of the the, the one party house that's still left that are still trying to hold it down and be like dude we just want to be normal college oh my god and you know (laughs) i forgot and then like 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 all the protesting groups show up to the party john fucking favreau right that plays gutter yeah gutter Gutter. (laughs) that was fat john favreau oh yeah that was that was skinny and then went back that was big old fat john favreau so i feel like that's a movie that's right for a remake because it's so I think it's more relevant now than it ever was totally yeah mm. Star Wars episode one it was like the gun rays new gun ray yeah oh shit yeah that, but at the time we were like yo oh the, this wait, is super the, racist the, the, that lasted till episode three the, yeah the, right the, 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 oh the so the trade okay the yeah the guys who yeah. yeah. the guys who really Chinese or whatever the fuck they were supposed to be Jar Jar Binks too yeah that was terrible but but at the time at the time everyone was like yo like I remember watching but that. But it going, didn't matter. It kept happening. <laughs> it did keep happening. It, it's just it a bad. But I guess it's just the difference between like, hey, is that a good or a bad look? And for Lucas, that was just a bad look, especially going out on those three movies. You're like Lucas, no, no, no. If you didn't know, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can get each and every episode early. We post them live when you're watching them and recording them. Then we put them up on Fridays. Then they go up for free, of course, on youtube.com slash kind of funny Monday through Friday, topic by topic, day by day until it's one big video and MB3 the following Friday. You could come be on the show just like Matt did. Matt, I thought you were excellent. I oh, you excellent. I was a big fan. Thank you. I was a big fan. Thank you. you did good. Thank we're going to go to dinner now. Are you excited to eat food? Yeah, I'm really hungry. Okay, good. All right. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait. Do you want to pimp anything? Do you? I mean, nah, oh, your Twitter's probably been up if you have a Twitter. Better you better be. You got a Twitter. Okay, well, okay, well <laughs> you paid good money, it's sir. Twitter. It's going to be Meg Turney's Twitter. Well, we got to make up for Meg. So, yeah. <laughs> There's a gremlin in Kevin's machine that makes everyone Anthony and Gruber. So, that's something that happens. What what was that? It's Greg Geddes. Well, Greg Geddes' yeah. machine has a yeah. gremlin. Don't oh. fucking throw him in the bus. Now that's Greg, fucked up. Here. That's probably, fucked up. It's probably exported more than four. Technically, videos. it's Kevin's machine. Yeah, it is technically my machine. So Kevin just gremlins what? look soft, You're but right. they hard. Forgot about that. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.
Now, Greg, this is what the Care Bear is going to look like. With the acid stomach? A normal Care Bear, but oh. it's got the teardrop at the eye. Okay, that, is, that looks gonna nothing have. like a Care Bear. That's what I'm going to tattoo on Does your that face. look like a Care Bear to you? <laughs> oh, no. I no. Look like oh, a no. Weird gorilla. Kevin, can you give like Scott Cam before we sign? That doesn't look like a Care Bear. I see it, Nick. I Thank you, it. Kevin. Thank you. You know, these guys yeah. don't understand art. It's a gorilla. With a Tummy. True story. I never I get nervous there. when doing the intro or outro, except when there's a guest. Because really? I don't want to throw off the cadence of. The, hold on, this is still fun content. Uh, except for when I, because I don't want to throw off this table for them. Yeah. You know I'm not mean? gonna lie. I've been practicing for like Good. weeks. Nice. So so many people it. don't. They <laughs> miss it. Well, it's just because we bring on guests who act like they watch the show. Kept, no, Troy Baker's always like scarf over his shoulder. He's like, I love the show, man. <laughs> I've been so on it 12 times. They do this. Is like, what the fuck was that? What is going on? Are you angry? Are you angry? Thank you for watching. All right, bye guys.